Stream PC UK. Why, hello, and welcome to episode 141 of Extreme PC UK podcast. I'm your host, Nick, uh, and today on the show we have... Gamer 25 here I am. And Scooby69 UK. Goody, goody, goodies. Um, I think that was the best intro we've done for the last two years. <laughs> it all went yeah, smooth, we are, no one messed we, up. We, we all remember not to unmute our mic, you know, so everything worked well. Yeah, I'm going to apologise right now because... My chair has decided it's going to start being squeaky, and I like to sit backwards and forwards, and I don't know if you can hear this. Can you hear this? I heard a clunk. What was the clunk? It, like, it sort of like clunks backwards, and then it goes, hmm, on the way forward. Yeah, well, <laughs> mine, mine does it all the time. I mean, can you hear that? But the thing is, I was meant to say something on the last podcast, but then I've, I forgot, and then like, I always it's always in the back of my mind, and then the podcast starts, and I'm like, oh, man, the chair's going to start giving me a racket, and I have to keep moving. I have to sit still. But how are we, boys? Are we all good? We are good. Ooh. We are good. How's everyone all in good. the chat? Is everybody in the chat good today? Uh, we've got some good things to talk about today. Um, and we're also going to be talking about Scooby's build, what updates and stuff. We're going to get to that in a minute. But we're going to do the news first because uh, we have some big news stuff. So let's get into that. Um, first thing being, who in the chat and who listening out there has already downloaded Windows 11? Raise your hand. Not me. <laughs> Raise your hand. Not me. Scooby, you've done it, have you? What do you think? I have. Um, yeah, it looks like a very shiny, gooey interface. You don't sound too um, impressed. I'm, I'm not at the moment. There's, uh, there's still a lot of things to resolving it. Um, and one of the big ones it needs to resolve is no day was going to be in your news topic. Um, so, so yeah. Yeah, you can bring um, it up. It doesn't matter. You don't have to wait for the news for it. Yeah, it's a little, little bit slower on my AMD at the moment. Um, so yeah, I've run it on a test machine, uh, and ironically, our BBC PC will also uh, support Windows 11 as well. Shock gas horror. Um, so yeah, um, it takes a bit of getting used to. I can't help but feel the. It ta it reminds me of the. I know people are going to hate me for saying this, but this is reminding me of Windows Vista. Oh really? In, uh, see, <laughs> see, I was going to ask you: Is it as bad as when they brought out Windows Eight and they had the whole switcheroo thing from Windows side <laughs> to the tiles that no one really knew what was going on? And then when you did switch, it would like you'd have Skype on your computer normally on the desktop. Yeah. And then you'd have a Skype like um, tile on this flip reverse screen. It's almost like your screen would flip round and then it'd be like, oh, this this is the new version. And I think they was trying to make it all like like apps on a phone would be. Um, and it completely backfired because me, I ran this third party program, which got rid of it and put everything back to the way Windows uh, was before. But the jump, yeah. what I was trying to say, the jump from Windows 8 to when they brought out Windows 10, um, is that the sort of yep. difference you're seeing? Well, the Windows 8 was short-lived because they then brought they out 8.1 right shortly afterwards. Yeah. Um, which, yeah, that's another bone of contention. Don't get me started on that one. But, um, yeah, the look and feel of it, the aesthetics of it, really nice. It's slick. It's smooth. 
the GUI, it, it's it's almost there. It's not there hundred percent yet. It's almost there, but there are a lot of weird things that you would expect to be easier. I'm just trying to think of a good that example. That scares me. Just that sentence. Things that you'd expect to be easier. That means to me, yeah, they've pumped it with crap again. That means no games. <laughs> um, well, that, cer- can certainly, you Bing the, yet? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um certainly certainly there the there's a lot more integration going on um teams if you if, if you don't like microsoft teams and the way microsoft teams works um that's heavily integrated um oh, right certainly certainly if you go if you're used to using sort of office 365 uh, sorry, Microsoft 365 yeah. uh, applications. Then the then the integration is there. Where I'm where I'm kind of where I'm kind of lacking is I expected it to be more polished than it currently is. Um, having said that, um, my my one's uh, an insider uh, release. Yeah. So, so it, might it may in in fairness it may actually be more polished than what it is that I'm playing on. So, yeah. so do you... I, I, I've got a caveat that, in fairness to Microsoft, that I am messing around on something that isn't their latest rendition. Yeah, yeah. So uh, would you say, because um, you said about the teams being in there, now, yeah. over the last year and a half, I can't tell you how many meetings I've had um, online. Because obviously everything went online. There was a shortage yep. of cameras because everybody worked from home, um, and every all people with doctors, this, that, the other, are all using that. Um, yep. And I notice lots of people. Some people use Skype video. Some use um, uh, Teams. Uh, a lot of us are using what was the other one? The massive one. Zoom. 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 And Zoom was. Do you know what? Zoom hit the nail on the head when they came out with that at COVID at the beginning because um, mm. that just that just went massive. Um, did you see that on the live TV? Because the problem with Zoom is everybody can join Zoom without a password or whatever. And it was live TV of... Um... <laughs> <laughs> did you see this? It was live yeah. TV. And basically, it was like a like Mr. Motivator. So it's all fitness. And everybody's doing all their fitness on TV. But what they didn't realise is, because it was so new, they didn't realise that you can actually log in. So other people was finding the room and logging in. And then you got loads of pervy men naked just popping up on the screen, <laughs> all <Yep>. tuning in. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it, it. In fairness to Zoom, they fix that now. They've got. Yeah. Uh, they have got. They have got more. Uh, more security on it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I. I. I was just expecting it to be more polished. And as I said, in fairness, I'm using a version that's probably a month old. Um. But even so, I. You know this stage of the game because it's launched to all intents and purposes um you know it between now i think now and the, the next two weeks uh it's gonna start downloading on um people's machines yeah so, i haven't got it yet yeah and i'm just you know what yeah. my my honest opinion on this is i would not install it yet if i didn't have a, if i had a choice um because I'm, there's a lot of things that I'm doing. I'm heavily into Elite Dangerous and New World at the moment. Um, yep. And you know what happens? 
that downloads, you play your game and something in the game don't work or it starts crashing or something goes wrong or you start getting blue screens or or your overclocks don't yep. work anymore or something really annoying. It's probably the most easiest thing, but what you don't know what it is and it will just go wrong and you'll just think, why? And You know, like the Windows updates, you get the blue screen and you think, oh, here we go. And then it's like, oh, put in your repair disc and all that sort of stuff. And then you're like, oh, I'm just going to yep. end up blitzing this whole thing now. And then you're like trying to, get all your data off before you blitz it. And that's what always happens to me. I end up going First through a First of all, is it, yeah. do, do we really have a choice? Not really, no. Well, for the thing to bear in mind, there's a couple of, there's a couple of caveats here. Just because, you know, Microsoft uh, have decided to launch Windows 11, your Windows 10 is still going to be supported with security updates yep. for the next five years so if you have if you are really unfortunate and i'd feel sorry for those people who've got like i7 uh seventh gen 7700 series they're not compatible and the real rub is the if you look at something like uh take a laptop um an i7 7700 hq yeah and any laptop uh, running that processor will have TPM 2.0. It will meet every single requirement, but it's not a supported CPU yeah. on their but, CPU list. But you know what I find I more worrying? What I find more worrying than that, though, Scoob, is if these specs are what they're saying they are and you need to have like the new gens to do it, I'd say 70% of people are on stuff older than that. But what does it yep. say for the operating system as a whole anyway? I personally, I would like to get Windows and then have tick boxes for every single program. And when I install it, I'd rather install it empty and add what I use. Now, they're never going to do yep. that because they want you to have all their crap. But I find it more worrying the fact that they're saying that you need uh, this highest higher spec processor now, 7700K, that's not a bad processor. Uh, it's quite strong still. Um, mm. But if they're saying that this is like the requirements, then it obviously means that the new Windows 11 is going to be taking up more resources than the Windows 10. That's how I would just see it. Yeah, the as far as I can tell, all this comes back to Spectre and Meltdown uh, security flaws that existed. Yep. Um, even on the seventh series, the the 7700s, um, they were at the point where they were just about to sort of plug those yeah. from a hardware perspective. Um, on the eighth series, it was plugged, and Microsoft. I can't find any literature anywhere from Microsoft saying that this is the definitive reason why these older processors aren't supported but if you look at the entry level which is eighth yeah. gen it was eighth gen that were patched for specter and meltdown security oh, so, you, so you think i think <laughs> In, that's instead the reason of allowing it, it just wipe them out before we even start <laughs> yeah I, 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 I think that's exactly what they've done they just said right all of 
these CPUs had a major flaw in them for the last 15, 20 years, so we ain't going to support them. Everything from 8th yeah. gen onwards, we will now support. But I cannot find anywhere where they've categorically said that, and I don't think yeah. I ever will find exactly. anywhere. They're not going to admit it. <laughs> they're just uh, telling, they're yeah, telling yeah. you already, by what they're doing, they're telling you they made a mistake in the past with the CPU. So instead of owning up to some of this, they just, they just say, well, we're not going to use it. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. okay. <laughs> Fresh start. As I said, I, I can't prove that one way or the other. But yeah, if you look at the supported processor list and then you bring up a list of um, the processors that didn't have the fix, you will see, clearly see that the two yeah. where one cuts off and the other one starts are exactly the same. See, for me, mm -hmm. if, so, if we yeah. was going into something new, I would really want something that's lighter, a lighter version. I don't want them to keep packing full of this crap all the time. I hate it when a million things yep. are popping up telling me to do this, do that. Like, you've only got to install Windows now, and you've got, like, I don't know, 30 different questions to tick box before you can move on to the next stage. And nearly all of them are irrelevant to me. Do you want to have voice to blah, blah, blah? Do you want to have 10 keyboards? Like, how many people do have two different keyboards? I've well, never... me, but I'm weird. Yeah. Well, like, there's probably specialist <laughs> ones for certain jobs and stuff like that, but... But the thing is, how hard is it for you to just install Windows normally and then go into keyboards and go, oh, I'm add a keyboard? Like, yeah. why do it on the Windows install? Why can't they just do it so it's completely clean cut, do what you want, and you add in the bits you need rather than, like, so it's modular, rather than pack it all up, slow the computer right down. Like I said, if Linux, if Linux was widespread, I'd be on it in a flash if it was supported by all the games and and all the, the launchers and everything like that, because I just think there's so much crap on this. I could literally go through my list now on, on my my yeah. like Windows button, and I could just look at every... Alarms, don't use it. Alarms on a clock. It's just... Yeah. <laughs> it could... Offline Calendar, files. Calendar, never used it. Yeah, offline files. That's Camera <laughs> on there, never used that on there. Yeah, or you say offline files. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, feedback hub. Was... Who's ever used feedback hub? I'll give him yeah. some feedback. Get rid of feedback hub. Yeah, that's, get rid of that. That's the problem. If you if you if you're overclocking a PC and you're going for a score, you you're, you're <laughs> you disabling all off, this. Yeah. You know, I've done you it. I've been not there. Let, you are not letting you know twenty odd services run in the background yeah. for the sheer hell of it. When you was before you was a pro scoob, yeah. Now this maybe it's just me because I am a weirdo. I'll give everyone that. But when I was learning about computers and I was young, I would go through the processes and I'd be like, I want all my power, so I'm going to start going through and I'm going to start closing them down. And it'd be like close. Don't know what they are. Close. Oh, this is good. Close. 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 <laughs> Computer <laughs> shut down. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, we, and then I'd go back. This is the kind of weirdo I am. Then I'd go back and write that one down. Don't close that one. That's bad news, that one. Next one, yeah. close. And I'd work out what I can get down to the minimum before anything breaks down. So what's that? Explorer.exe, innit? <laughs> <laughs> well, do you know what? I can't remember it now because it's back in the day. Because I don't, I don't plug my Apple phone into my computer anymore. But there's one under Apple that's got a really bizarre name and everyone closes it and it messes up all their Apple. I can't remember oh, what you're talking about. Yeah, the, yeah. Uh, I don't remember it either, but I did that once. That <laughs> you like closed it and it's like, 
Yeah, you know, the Bajoran thing or whatever it is. Yeah, I know the one you mean. Uh, I don't. I don't bother using any of Apple's stuff on my computer anymore, especially uh, Apple iTunes. That's I hate that program. Oh man, there's so many. There's just so many other programs out there that are so much better. It took me so long the other day to try and just sync my tunes to what I wanted because every time I get in my car, Ed Sheeran plays like the same song, I, and it's like I'll be in a bad day and I just be like. Uh, just trying to switch it off and then my car for some reason I don't know why it does this if someone rings me and then I put the phone down radio comes on full blast again and it's just Ed Sheeran again and it took me I was like oh, I thought I'd get, I get, him off. I I get that get too I get that too and I even called up the, the manufacturer of my radio as well as Apple and there's really they really can't do anything about it it's <laughs> like well you gotta do if you if you do what they say then you must not even bother having, having a stereo or a phone hookup yeah I mean well, it's, it's insane you, you would think there'd the be day? something easy to do now, this is totally off topic to do with cars, yeah? But I kicked off because I've got a, um, a Renault, yeah? And it's a nice sporty one. It's 80 miles to the gallon, so it's got like 20-inch wheels. It's all got all like racing leather seats and that in it. But it's it's a slow car. Looks well nice. Looks all sporty. Um, it's got everything. It's fully loaded with all technology and that. Anyway, I get Renault. Yeah, the two only, hamsters. It's, it's only a couple of years old. <laughs> so I get Renault, and they say to me, oh, you need to have such and such service done, yeah? So I'm like, all right then. So I book it in. It's like three or four hundred quid, yeah. So I go down there. I take my and I don't know if anyone else has done this or I'm the only mug in the world. Um, so I go down and drop my car off, and then I, they call me and say, oh yeah, yeah. Um, basically, they gave me a list of all stuff that needs to be done because my alarm kept going off. Uh, they told me that they couldn't check the alarm, so they was gonna instead of getting a specialist, I need to get a whole new alarm. It's a thousand pound. The brakes and pads all around yeah. it. Even though I told them that another garage said that they were low. And they were like, no, they're fine. They're 100%. They said that they've got to be done. <clears throat> anyway, they racked up a bill of about like two or three grand. Um, so then I, I come back to the car and I said, I don't want any of that stuff. I'll do it all myself. Because I'm a qualified mechanic as well. I don't know if you knew that. Um, so I did. I go up to them and I'm like, so what have you done with the service then? They said, well, we haven't done anything. I said, but have you changed your own filter and that? They're like, not on this service. I said, so what have you serviced then? They're like, well, we did the checks and everything and everything's fine. I said, what do you mean? It's like, because it's like a 200 pound bill for the service, yeah? I said, what do you mean? I said, well, no, it, this service, I said, you changed the brake fluid then. They're like, no. I said, so what have you done in this service? They said, we've gone round it. We looked at the suspension and there's no leaks there. We looked at the brakes, they're low, so you can have them done or not. Um, but this is just a um, checkup service. So we haven't done anything to the car. So I literally took my car there to get my book stamped and they tried to give me a bill for like two grand or something stupid. Um, and they hadn't actually done anything to the car. They just walked around it and looked at the, uh, just looked at the, the wheels. I kicked right yeah. off in there, man. <laughs> like I literally was screaming at the guy. I was like, how are you calling this a service? That ain't a service. It's a check. You've done some checks. Oh man, I was getting angry. Anyway. And they still charge you over. Ran, 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 yeah, like man. Crazy. Yeah, ran over. Man, that's like a, it's still a little off subject, but related to what you said, I, I brought my car in. I don't usually bring it to the dealership unless there's a recall or something like that. Uh, but I had brought it in because there was some kind of recall thing and they wanted to check it out. Fine. They check it out. So they go through the whole car and then they go, uh, oh, we checked everything out. We just gave you a list of stuff that needs to be done. No joke. The list was five grand. <laughs> and and, and I'm sitting there going like, quid. what? <laughs> And and so then I go to to my regular mechanic and I said, look, I I was laughing. I said, take a look at this. What do you think? And he just starts cracking up. 
So he looks at it and he says, it'll, it'll cost you about 400, 500. You got brakes and stuff and that's important. Great. And that was it. I'm done. And yeah, I was well, like, damn. Comic says, uh, somebody... Renault and electric problems. Never. The thing is, they wanted to, they, they didn't check the alarm. Yeah. They wanted to remove it and put a new one in. So not only do I have to buy a whole new alarm from Renault, it's going to cost a fortune. I've got to have it fitted as well. Anyway, I said, I, I said, you can drop me out on that one. I ain't bothering with that, mate. Anyway, what was happening was I was driving down the street and the alarm would just start going off. So some, everyone thinks I nicked the car. And I had to drive all the <laughs> way back from North London like that. But the, the alarm going off and the window's down. Um, so anyway, what it turned out to be, yeah. Because I said, I'm not doing that. Like, I'll take it to an alarm specialist. Anyway, I got back. And in the boot, to keep the boot clean, my missus puts like a tarpaulin all folded up. So the shoes and all the stuff in the boot can go on that. And it kept getting stuck in the lock. So it was setting the alarm off. And that's all it was. And they were going to change the whole alarm, take the whole loom out, everything. Yeah. It must have been I... Windows 11 that was running the system. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they were Windows French 11. French version. <laughs> uh, to, by the way, to go back to that subject for a second, Scoob. So the problems that you're with the, the, the uh, Intel chips that you can't use anymore, Windows 11. So what they do is they come out with Windows 11 and it won't run Ryzen's. So what, what kind of logic is that? I yeah, mean, how do you, they, how do you, how do you, you put a system giving out Intel like, back well, and off? We have yeah, an issue with that. Yeah. I, I, I'm sure some of the people in chat have picked this up, uh, have picked this up in the news. But the, yeah, the the AMD processors are getting a performance hit at the moment on Windows 11. Um, they know what evidently they know what it is, and they've got a fix for it. Um, but I think worst case scenario is somewhere between 12 and 25 percent performance hit. That's um, a lot though. And so how do you put a, a new operating system with that? Ironically, you don't put an operating system. <laughs> you have the one that you got. Ironically, that's about the same level of performance hit they had when they plugged Spectre Melting. Oh, okay. <laughs> How ironic so, is that one? Yeah. So uh, so here, use the latest processors, but we're going to slow them down just so that, you know, yeah, you feel it's... that it's still running the same Yeah, but that's even, even back then, though. I was annoyed because wasn't it something like they switched off the multi-threading or there was something they switched off uh, on the chip? But either way, what, what annoyed me about it was they said that they're going to come out and everybody's going to lose a bit of power because they're going to plug it and fix it. I was like, don't fix it. I ain't got nothing no one's going to hack me for. I'll leave it open. <laughs> yeah, I'll keep I, my 20% processor for my games, thanks. I, I think Magic's hit the nail on the head there is because Ryzen's 25 be 25% better in performance. <laughs> Apparently. So leveling, leveling the playing field. That's what, what it is. So what we're saying is, is Intel went over to Microsoft and said, hey, listen, you, you need to make it a little bit worse just so we're even. <laughs> <laughs> but do you know what the funny thing is now you all know that we've had the intel amd battle going on for years with gray and everybody in the chat and stuff like that but i tell you yeah. right now remember we were saying how amd i've got a lot better and they're getting up that scale and they're, they're getting close to taking over and all that intel's yeah. new chip was going to crush it i reckon yeah, i don't know about that from what i'm reading that... do you remember every we'll time i say something do i i'm always right gray uh, yeah. Come on, I know you don't want to admit it, but am I always right every time? Hey, I, don't, I don't. I don't really care because competition's great. So as far as I'm concerned, you no, know, you've let taken the side. Hang, let it all hang out. out. Admit that every time I say time, a time, Ryzen's are the best. I mean, that's plain and simple. The the so, prob the the problem is that 
I've I've no doubt that Intel will get the crane back, but how many usable cores is it going to have? Because mm-hmm. Intel's latest trick is reducing the number of cores to make the rem- the remaining ones run faster. <laughs> <laughs> so that's so ridiculous um, when, you, when you think about it. So yeah, I I think that Intel will come out with something that will probably uh, top the the fifty nine fifty. But then, of course, you know, the year after that, we're going to have AMD back with, yeah, with do, the next Ryzen series. I do series, feel so. like AMD are leaps and bounds at the moment. There, like if you look at their, was it their AM4 socket, the old one that used to get red hot? And no, it's not yep. AM4. Is it AM3 socket? Yeah, F, yeah the uh, um, and the FX chips as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like from that jump to the Ryzen's, it is like massive. Like you know. But then oh, again, yeah. they used to be so cheap, though, didn't they? Like, they were really cheap. Last five yeah. years, AMD, full credit to them, they they came out of nowhere. Um, because, they, you know, they started off um, 15, 20 years ago with the DX2s. Yeah. They were good chips. Yeah, you just didn't uh, need then... to use your radiators at home, did you? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but they, they, they just didn't follow it up. And it's not until... The Ryzen's of, uh, you know, second gen Ryzen's yeah. uh, have come along. That it's like, wow, this is a serious contender. Um, so it's great that we're getting this competition now. I just hope that what needs to happen now, personally, I think, is for AMD to up their graphical performance um, and see what Intel bring to the table in terms of their new graphics processor. Yeah. Um, because it's going to be NVIDIA who now need a push. Intel have had a kick at the backside and they're now going to respond to it. And I expect them to take the lead again. Then I expect AMG, yeah, yeah, yeah. AMD to sort of leapfrog them. The the problem is at the moment, there isn't a serious... I mean, don't get me wrong, the AMD graphics cards, like their processors, have advanced, but they're still not, you know, competing on the very top end with yeah. the ray tracing uh, and, the you know, the, the performance. That's not to say that AMD aren't making great cards. If you, if you look at the power you get mm, versus the price... Um, I can't you know. get rid of the past. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. You can only quickly, be haunted by it. I just quickly want to say, uh, Mr. Lopez, thank you for gifting that sub um, to its wallets, man. Appreciate that. And great. Cheers for your sub too, dude. You're welcome. But well, yeah, so yeah, I think a lot of people feel the same as me. It's not that they, it's not that they doubt, or it's not that they don't think they're good. It, it's that we've we've made the mistake in the past and been burnt. You know. Sure. Yeah, I mean, the the good news is it doesn't matter if you're an Intel fanboy or an AMD fanboy. The The last five years has seen a movement yeah. in the processors, which is great because for the 10 years prior to that, it has been pretty stagnant. Yeah. You know, you, you could actually predict what Intel's clock releases were going to be two or three years in advance. Yeah. Because... They already had the chips mm. and the dies and everything well, That's why I say, isn't it? I said they keep them all on you the know? shelf in the head office. And every time AMD brings a new product out, 
They come out and go, yeah. flagship! And then he goes, go on, Jeeves, go and get it off the shelf, shelf free. And then he just comes out yeah. and goes, here, we're going to release this the next day. And it happens every single yeah. time. And they're like, Except AMD had their card out. Like, it's a new flagship. A week later. I think <laughs> The problem is, though, is that shelf is empty and they had nothing to go to and got caught flat-footed. Do, do, you know, do you know what, though? That's... Go on. No, and then that's why AMD took the, took the crown for now. But uh, yeah, yeah. One, of, one of the things that, that's kind of interesting is NVIDIA, which we're going to talk about in a minute, and Intel, but probably more NVIDIA, have been trying to corner the market on chips. So they're putting in advanced orders that they have never usually do just so that, that other people can't, can't grab the chips. So they're thinking farther ahead and spending a lot of extra money way ahead of time to corner everything with orders so yeah. that nobody else can squeeze in. But so I'll, that just shows you that they that they are they're well, I'm not gonna say desperate, but they want to try to go other ways, other tactics to keep uh, I, everybody I, else. I've got my own weird view on this, um, and people might agree, they might not agree. I don't know, but like when I built this computer, obviously it was a sponsored build. I had a 9900 uh, K given to me, yeah. Now, mm-hmm. COVID hit, really didn't build many computers or do much stuff towards building computers over the last two years, I'd say, yeah? In that two years, you've had um, the 11... Uh, no, it, what, how many chips have come out in that time? Cause, <laughs> yeah, two, you've had two, two and a half series of Intel in that time. Yeah, so and what I was going to say is they're on the verge of, of dropping uh, the 12th gen chip, yeah? And I'm on the 9th gen chip. Ooh. Now, I said yep. to you, Gray, a long, long time ago, probably two years ago now, probably before that, that technology is getting to the point where the extra power is not, for what we do for gaming, you're not seeing anything different. Like I was saying, 7700K, 7900 and all that, they'd still run all the graphics cards fine, um, and they'd run the games fine. They've got enough power. But I've always felt like, and I was saying this to Jansen just the other day, because we were talking about getting a, a 12th gen chip for our next build, which we're building for Janssen's computer right now. And I was like, it just seems like it's gone so fast and no, there's not that much advancement. You haven't heard of yeah. much, much like, I don't feel the need to have to run out and buy a 12th gen uh, motherboard and chip or anything because yeah. my computer still, apart from my graphics card, I've got a 2080. But if I had a 3080 Ti or a 3090 in there, I'd still run everything flawlessly, so I don't have that need to go out yeah. and buy the latest chip anymore. Where, as before, I remember when Armor Free we used to play it, and I had fifty-eight twenty. Is it a fifty-eight twenty K? It was the first six-core processor, like it was a professional board and a f- professional chip. And I remember playing Armor Free, which works mainly on uh, CPU, not GPU. And I remember I couldn't wait to buy that chip or to get that chip because when I did. I knew that my frames in that game were going to go from 25 frames, which we've been playing it on all clunky, to like 40, which is going to be a massive increase. Nowadays, it's like you don't even think about yeah. buying the chip because you're like, eh, I'll just get it when I, when it makes a difference to me. And it doesn't make a difference to me right now. Yeah, if you... the, I suppose one of the advantages you know, are because AMD has up their game, you, it doesn't matter which platform you buy, you're going to get some uh, that yeah. is going to be pretty much decent. Um, yeah. And even in the budget market, yeah. that's where you're seeing the real 
the real sort of performance gain as yeah. to what it was years back. The, well, when it went from dual core two... to quad core, that was massive for people playing games. Yeah, I mean, there, mm. there's two two annoyances for me um, with the Intel side of things. Uh, one, the sheer cost the Intel had on their markup. Mm. The moment AMD became competitive, they literally slashed a thousand pounds off their processor price. Yeah. Mm. Overnight. Because they were petrified that the whole market was. But you know why they did that, Scooby, and why it was that price? Oh, they, they, because they, they can because <laughs> they could there was nothing rivaling it and but then this AMD what I say about, it, what I about Nvidia that was uh, Nvidia yeah, people exactly complain about it phone. but it doesn't matter what they make they could fire out they could go to the back of their warehouse and pull out cards from three years ago and pull like say they pulled a whole pallet out they'd literally put it up I'll tell you what uh, 1080 Ti we're going to sell it for the same price we sold it when it came out their whole palette would be gone. Yeah, this is yeah. this is why you're seeing so much stuff of Intel still on, um, you know, 10 nanometer dies. In fact, that's the other thing to watch out for all the buyers listening. Um, Intel are rebranding their uh, 10 nanometer. They're calling it 7. Not 7 nanometer. <laughs> it will just be called yeah. 7. You heard it here first. Um, so again, what's... because they've been caught flat-footed, and they have to resort to ridiculous yeah. tactics. So, so, so boy, putting loves seven this on look. the box. It. <laughs> so, boy, putting seven on the box. They're hoping that they will confuse the AMD buyers who are on seven nanometer yeah. with the seven, and they'll think, you know, the the non-aware buyers will assume that it's the same. Um, but in fact, it's not. It's still. 10 nanometer meanwhile or... amd will come out with its five nanometer and then eventually it's three and and yeah and, and still stay on top uh mr lopez yeah. says I mean, um, yeah. sorry cut you both off there <laughs> uh, mr lopez says the only place you really see a discrepancy in uh current J gen gpus is in ray tracing an extremely yep. demanding ray trace game will perform a decent amount better on nvidia than amd that's true uh, and also, if you're a streamer with encoding, uh, NVIDIA will give you a benefit. Not on my computer. But having... <laughs> yeah, but just wait for those Intel GPUs. I don't know what's out. wrong with my computer. Now, right? yeah. I'll just, I can't find what it is. There's some kind of bug yeah. in my OBS that when I'm playing a game, I've got a feeling it's because my card can't hack it anymore. It could be. Uh, what, what card do you run? I've got a 2080 and a... Uh, Fully a TI or just 2080? No, just a 2080, but it's fully water-cooled. It's not overclocked at the moment because I was getting this problem, so I turned it off just to get rid of issues. Um, okay. I, I can have the clocks up at uh, 2,150, uh, and it'll still be nice temps. There's no throttling or anything on it. Um, so you And you're gaming and streaming from the same machine, yeah? I, well, that's the thing. I've got a streaming PC over here on the right, and I've got my PC here for the same one. Now, what happens is... I can I can stream off of the second PC. Now, the second PC is a quad-core PC from 500 years ago, uh, but it still only uses 8% of the CPU to stream what it needs to. And what the, yep. the weird thing is, that will throw out the stream at, at uh, 1080, 60 frames, and it will be perfectly smooth. 
but what my computer's doing is so obviously there's no there's no stress from my uh, streaming PC uh, because it's a separate PC so there's no stress actually stressing the graphics card for gaming if you know what I mean so I'm playing mm. the computer game here and my OBS is twitching which is then sending the signal to the stream PC but then the stream PC is running at 60 frames so that's smoothing out that what this PC is causing problems with do you know what I mean so everyone's seeing the stream yeah. but then they're seeing it like jumbled because my PC is giving out the wrong the wrong picture quality and that PC is smoothing it. So what I did is I'd moved it over all onto one PC and I'd done it directly off of this computer. And what happened yeah. is, again, it just literally keeps dropping frames all the time. I turned the graphics down. I've tried um, putting it onto more CPU, putting the game on less power, having streaming more power. I've tried doing everything and it doesn't matter what I do it gets this weird stutter where it's like every couple of seconds it just stutters. But if I'm yeah, playing Elite, be... if I'm playing Elite Dangerous, um, it's fine. I noticed in the newer games I have to put VSync on. I have to lock it to sixty frames because if it goes out of sixty frames, then it gets an issue. But I don't know. I don't know if it's just the card. That to be fair, I see people streaming New World. And they're on much older cards, and they're still doing all right, you know. But this, it's it's just something in there. I don't know. I think it might even be OBS that has got an issue, a bug with it or something. Um, uh, yeah, it's either going to be something to do with it, something to do with the capturing, or it's going to be something to do with the traffic from the card. Uh, but the, the thing is, card. I've yeah. changed so many set, and obviously I've been streaming a long time, so like. I've never not been able to have a perfectly smooth stream. When I set other people's streams up, I get it perfect every time. So I've got a feeling it's something. Because, you know, like, I don't know if you do this, but every six months I would normally rewipe my computer, refresh it up, get it all nice. Because, obviously, when you keep using program after program after program, things start getting jumbled and you start getting issues in places. And this computer ain't been installed, reinstalled for, like, two years now. So, you know, there's... Uh, like licenses for all different programs there's installs have been deleted all over the place so it's all pretty messy um rectify says uh uh which is world's profit by the way uh using ndi or capture card yeah i don't have a capture card i'm using ndi um for the second stream pc uh but the thing is the second stream pc is fine there's no issue with that it's my pc that's got the problem so it's not a problem with ndi whatsoever because that's completely smooth um so it's definitely something on my pc uh i know it made it better when i started locking frames because what, what was i know one problem i did get if i was running my games at 100 frames it was taking all the power from the card to run the 100 frames but then what it was doing it was taking the power from the gaming uh the streaming side so it's cutting the streaming down that's when it was getting choking on that side but i've turned it around the other way i don't know it's only on certain games anyway just replace your Intel chips with, with the AMD. It'll be okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bung in a couple of 3090 Ti's. Yeah, 3090 Ti's are the ones we're talking about at the minute. He just yeah, we haven't even. Just, like, uh... Do you know what? We've been talking for an hour and we haven't even started talking about anything yet. I think we should move on. Let's get Crack right off. into it then. Since you mentioned the 3090 <laughs> Ti, yeah. Apparently, so... a bunch more information has leaked out, and some of this is confirmed. There, there is going to be a 3090. They originally were going to call it 3090 Super. But now apparently the name is going to be 3090 Ti. 
So here we go again with NVIDIA. Mm -hmm. But uh, anyway, the card is supposedly going to come out January of 2022. It's going to be 450 watts. So uh, change your PSUs right now if you want to do that's this. A, that's going to be a thousand watt PSU then, isn't it, yeah. for most people. So that that's coming around. It's, now they they're trying to figure out the memory, but from what they understand, it's going to be 24 gigabytes of GDDR6X. I thought it'd be, it be bigger than that. I and, did. Uh, they're saying that's going to result in on. one terabyte a second. But that's what theoretical a normal, maximum that's, bandwidth. That's what the 3090's got already, isn't it? 24. Yeah, the current yeah. one, I think. So it's uh, come out with the same. So what they're doing, they're just overclocking, overclocking it to turn it yeah, into the eye. Then the CUDAs are going to be higher. The, the the tensors are higher. The ROPs, blah blah blah. When you get real technical, all that's going to be higher. I love the it's way you, I love the way like, just uh, went. Oh, blah blah blah. <laughs> yeah, because it's not, we're getting into all the heavy stuff. We're but basically all that's going to be, and they're going to charge like uh, they haven't said the price, but you watch, it's going to be a hell of a lot more. The 3090s are already still around 1500. So what's this going to be? So 18, it's, it's it's a 3090 with more voltage, so it'd die quicker. Nice. <laughs> it would get hot. Our new world exactly. would kill it. <laughs> just just what a 3090 needs. To be fair, if I can get my hands on one, I'm having one. So I don't care. Well, I don't yeah. care if it burns the computer down. There's not right. a person on the planet who would say no, is there? Seriously. <laughs> just, don't, just don't pay real cash for it. Tears side of Bob for them 100 bits, dude. Appreciate that, mate. I think if I'm going to wait for one of those, I'd sooner wait for the 4,000. No, great, 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 great. Let's get one thing straight right now. You switched onto the red side. You're not coming back ever. No, only half and half. The I day you the step back card. onto this side with this owning you. <laughs> Well, I still got an NVIDIA You made your bed, now lie in it. Computer. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm still rocking the 3070, you know? So we're good. Yeah, but that's but only I, because but, you couldn't get the graphics card you wanted, No, actually, actually, seriously, I want to see what happens with AMDs when they do the dual GPUs. Um, I've, everything I've read about those, it sounds like it's going to be pretty amazing. So The only thing, I don't know, Scooby, you might know this. If they bring out, mm, if they bring out an, uh, an AMD dual, uh, a dual chip GPU... Then you've got much yep. more chance of having issues with the games, haven't you? They don't sync up very well, do they? Well, um, it didn't stop Nvidia doing it, did they? they well, I've they... got one. I've got a rare one in my cupboard there, and it's an AMD one. One of the old yeah. ones has got like the lady on it in all of the futuristic gear. Yeah, um, yeah. The fifth, I think it was the fifty-eights. They'd done that on, didn't they? I, I don't know. I can't remember. It's one yeah, but in this, there. I don't know the, I don't know the technical stuff behind it. But this one's supposed to be far above those. I mean, they're they're also talking about in in the not too distant future, it'll have four GPUs inside one box. AMD have cracked the chiplet design now, so bung in, bung in more cores and, you know, more everything doesn't seem to be a problem for AMD like it does Intel. I'm not. They also said the, the, the being horrible. It's, you know, just the way it is at the moment. Just wait for the day when your it... graphics card's more powerful than the rest of the computer. So it's okay. like a computer. <laughs> You'll be running a computer nothing but a big... more powerful. <laughs> your computer will look like one large GPU and everything runs <laughs> yeah. off of it. <laughs> we don't need those chips anymore. Yeah. Besides, Moore's Law is dead. Cloud-based computing with NVIDIA rubbing their hands with glee. I worry sure. about that day when the clouds come in. Yeah, I don't think it'll well, stop uh, enthusiasts from building. No, I mean, you know, 
they they what was it a year ago they were predicting by this time stadia would have ruled the world and pcs <laughs> would be no more um yep. hello well, we knew that happens, i mean we're not... people in marketing into their job role well, and haven't yeah. got the experience of actually being in the area they're marketing well the newest yeah. thing now with as far as games are concerned you already see it kind of happening is that everything's going to go live service and you're going to have no originality anymore with any games except maybe from the indies that's you the way what? it's going i've seen so many people that have taken on lead marketing roles in these big companies and they've got no passion or interest in gaming pcs or anything like that esports any of it and they come in and i can basically see the holes and flaws where they come up with a great marketing strategy of what they're going to do and then you just look at it and think that ain't going to work with this this market with this community um yeah i microsoft are moving towards wanting to get their um the Windows 11 platform running as hosted machines. So before long, you know, it doesn't matter what device you're using yeah. to access your PC. If Microsoft get their way, your PC will be a virtual thing in a data center somewhere. See, um, I don't, you know. I, see, that would that would ruin it for me because I wouldn't trust all my stuff. I've got nothing to hide, but I don't want such because you know that people can get into that and see it all and. You know, it's like having your photos on the cloud. It's stored in someone's server somewhere. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you know, but this is the way, you know, certainly for corporates, businesses. I knew you were going to say that. Go. <laughs> yeah, this is the way it's going this to go. Way. Cheers, Cider Bob. Seven that kind of months, into my next into my next story, too. This is the way. Uh. Okay. What's next? So, Star Wars teases a new video game announcement. Oh my god, for... Gray, so blind! How did you miss that writing, Gray? What writing? <laughs> what writing are you talking about? Uh, Scooby, sort him out. Yeah, well, the 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 big bold line. So basically, it... what happened, everyone, is because we've been talking for so long. I put no lie. I can't even show you because it's like on the other screen. But I put in the letters like the writing's this big on our notes. And I put in the there, writing this big saying, Gray, skip the rest of the news. <laughs> oh my God. I don't have that in my notes. It's what are you talking about? Top of page two. Oh, it's because I'm on the next page. <laughs> I'm on the page before that, looking at the news. Oh, classic. But yeah, go on, you might as well talk about it now. I just, I just oh, didn't we... want to... I was just trying to think because we want to talk about um, Scooby's Elite Dangerous PC. And okay, we want to talk well, about games this... as well. Well, this is why I went into the game. This is game-related. It's a Star Wars game that's been teased for this December. Everybody's wondering what it's going to be and what the mystery is. But apparently Lucasfilm is celebrating uh, what they want to call Bring Home the Bounty, Mandalorian, right? And it's designed to mark the 50th anniversary of Lucasfilm, which I can't even believe they've been doing this for 50 years. It's, like, crazy. So December 14th, they leaked out a little thing saying with a, with a tiny little controller next to it. Uh, which usually means that a game is coming. So now everybody's wondering what the game's going to be. Um, nobody knows really. They said that but they're thinking it's going to be a teaser for the new Ubisoft game that everybody's been waiting for. If Ubisoft can pull off the Star Wars game that they say they can, it could be really fantastic, and that would be something really wonderful to wait for. 
So December 14th, we may find out just what's going on. And the tease is that it could be the Ubisoft game. And not not released, but a teaser as to what's going to be going on. I'm sorry, so, just to cut in quickly, um, Gray. I just want to say thank you, Mr. Mm-hmm. Lopez, for them 100 bits, dude. And that we're uh, on the edge of the hype train. We are? Carry what on, do we right? need on the hype train? Does it say? Well, that was it because uh, somebody wrote that I should skip the rest of the news. <laughs> so, uh, so, so the new Star Wars oh. then by by Ubi uh, mm-hmm. is going to be Assassin's Creed in a Stormtroopers outfit. No, <laughs> probably the way the way they're talking about. Mm, it. If it's like if it's well, like the new ones, I'm, I'm happy with that. I mean, there hasn't been. Face it, there hasn't been a lot of great Star Wars games in the last ten years That's or so because it's built on a film. Uh, Except for the one for the, the the Jedi one that they just came out with, which was, which was decent. But the one the thing I didn't like about the uh, the Jedi game they came out with last is that it plays by with controller, but it doesn't play real well with keyboard and mouse. Which is that because you I got started playing with? No, it's not. But the point is, is that it's <laughs> why do you put a game where you where some where some people just can't play it, you know, properly? They even tell you the only way to do certain tricks with the Jedi is if you have a controller. So great. That just ruined the game for me right away. Is that because it's it's come out on console? Yeah. Well that's it but then. Eh? The they've point is they ported it ported I understand, but they also port things to PC all the time and they do a proper job or at least a decent job. And they don't they don't even care. So I'm like, if Ubisoft's gonna do it, they're gonna do it right and they're gonna do it so everybody can play it. Um plus their background and what they do. This is a, it's the first time you got a, an outfit as large as Ubisoft putting out a Star Wars game. So we'll see. Although I'm a little hesitant because of this whole live service thing with Assassin's Creed, yeah. like Scooby was saying. Mr. Lopez so they says... Could, uh, it could very well be ruined, too. Division-style Star Wars multiplayer. That'd be pretty cool. Could you imagine if Division, yeah, yeah, Division cool. was skinned, Division 2 was skinned on Star well, Wars? Well, this is, this is what they're... This is why people are looking forward to it, because the people that are doing the game, are, some of them are come from Division. But I think... Uh, the thing oh, is, what we'll you got to realize, though, Gray, is you're never going to have... If they bring out an unknown game, yeah, and they've got a AAA team on it, they're going to do their best to bring out this whole new game uh, to grow it and to make it big so it grows on to the next mm-hmm. one and the next one and the next one. And that's fine. But when you start off with something like Star Wars, yeah, because mm-hmm. it's already so built up, they know that they can put half the dev team on it, half the budget on it, make it quickly, get it out, and people like you are going to buy it because it's got Star Wars written on top of it. I mean, don't put me in that group. Uh-uh. But you know what I mean? That's I, what's going to happen. Yeah, so yeah because they think the, rest of the, the sheep will just follow. That's what they expect. But yeah, there's but there's a lot of fans out there. But that but that's a but that there's only a certain amount of people that are going to do that. Plenty of us want to yeah, get Yeah, a game. certain amount that pays them a lot of money. <laughs> I no, I agree. And then and I'm not happy about that. But but everything I hear supposedly is not going to go that way. It's going to be hopefully a very good game, but we'll see. We'll see. Hmm. Um, mm. Right. Uh, let, but now we've done our news, anyway, um, what right. I did want to talk about was, to anyone that's new in the chat, or to anyone listening that's new, um, Scooby is actually our guy who is off his own back, paying for it out of his own pocket, building an elite-themed, one-off, crazy custom PC, and he's going to be giving it away in our Discord. Um can I say the date of yep. roughly when it's going to be given away? Uh, yeah, no real big surprise. Uh, right. End of it's end of November, so um, it's going to be 
we'll be doing a photo shoot probably around about the middle-ish of November and um, it will obviously it be featured in the magazine but yep. we'll we'll be It'll giving be it away at the yeah uh, we'll be giving it away uh, at the end of uh, November um, in celebration of uh, 40 years of the BBC Micro which should be on the 1st of December nice so so yeah um things are things are progressing well um the the machine's been has booted i've got windows on it i've actually been uh, checking the wait wait which one yeah which one 10 10 10's on there okay. right. good but it but it is windows Surely 11 it's got to be windows xp on there ain't it so well, it's not even so that. to all of you so to all of you people moaning about Windows 11 not being supported on your computers, I'd just like to point out I've got it running on a 40-year-old machine. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so um, yeah, uh, last week, um, nothing to do with New World launching, but I may have just been using it for gaming purposes, testing, of course, scientifically, of course. Um, evaluating temperatures and things. And uh, yeah, uh, plays well. Yeah, so plays very well. Let's well, talk about a couple... temp temp Wait, I want to know something about the temperatures. How's that been? Because I yeah, know well, you're, you were hold concerned on, about... I was going to say, before you get to the temperatures, um, I was going to say, because I don't think anyone on the podcast knows what's happened recently. So the last thing Scooby was doing is he put all the components in, he made all these custom yep. fans, uh, and basically, which next level, this is what Scooby does with, to take it to the next level, he actually built ducting inside this, this, this little case so that the airflow would come in one side and underneath, go up over and under the keyboard between the graphics card and actually let the air out. Um, and you actually yep. custom built little tiny, I think maybe two centimeter fans. Yeah, there's um, there's sixty mil fans. They're ten cent um, ten centimeters, ten millimeters in height. So, they're they're um, we. I actually tried a whole range of different fans, everything yeah. from the sort of Noctua, because um, I thought the the Noctua six twenty fives, which are twenty five sixty mil fans, would be the absolute you know yeah dog dogs gonads as it were um but no believe it shockingly um some ebay um and amazon cheap and cheerful standard 60 millimeter fans um really uh done the job um nice. and because they're a lower profile um what we've actually got is there's some ducting directly above the fans so that as they pull the air from the underside of the case into the case vertically, it then the ducting converts it to a horizontal flow. Um, and these five fans are spread out uh, along the length of the case. So there's basically a wall of air yeah. pushing through the case and the components. Um, it's If you think... It, if you think of sort of static pressure on a radiator, it's that kind. It's yeah, that yeah. kind of technology. Um, but we're, as I say, we're using ducting to to redirect because there's not much space. I don't know. I was going to say, how noticed. lucky are you to have that? You're lucky that that the the airflow had that natural gap because obviously, if you didn't put the ducting in, it oh. would have just hit a brick wall there, and then it would have yeah. finally gone up, hit a wall there. Um, but because you put these right angle 
um, curves in on each part, it literally throws it right yeah. through and out the back. So you've got a nice right through flow. Yeah, I mean, the, you know, I, w- I wouldn't lie. Whilst we, were, you know, whilst we were discussing it with the community in chat, I think like everyone's concern were, was airflow. Yeah. Um, and ironically, I knew that I could get the air flowing through the case. That wasn't going to be the problem. What my concern was, was running into what's called dead spots, where you get air yeah, that becomes stagnant and just spins and builds yeah. temperature. Um, because that that is that is the absolute killer. Um, you know, even on water-cooled PCs, the reason why you have airflow is to remove the component heat uh, yeah. and get it outside the case um but yeah it's the case is 41 centimeters long 31 centimeters deep six centimeters high and i'm only putting in genuine desktop components yep. so there's no laptop bits in this oh man it would have been so much easier if I just stripped that the laptop. That would have just been cheating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but and you'd have God, had. Do you know have... what? It would have been cheating, and you would have had hotter. You'd have a hotter temperatures in there. <laughs> yeah, I probably would actually. Yeah. Um, we, so yeah, we do we do things because they are hard. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this case, some of the measurements are down to like quarter of a millimeter in terms of space between one component and the next um it is it's seriously crazy tight um but yeah and and there's also been you know the the other fun projects tied in with it as well such as getting the proprietary keyboard converting that over to usb um and, and doing all those sorts of things but we're now at the stage where, as a PC, it works. I mean, the temperatures, typically, um, if you've got it sat in Windows just idling, it will float around 45C, something like that. Yeah. Um, if, you, if you typically, when you're gaming, it will go up to sort of mid-60s. I think the highest temp I got um was with new world and i'm i'm stressed it right out and, and got it because up your to graphics eight. card was melting um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um so yeah i got it up to i think it was 81 but the i mean the, if, if you if we talk about the specs of it i've seen worse I mean, towers yeah, I mean, bearing in mind the size of this thing, 41 centimetres, 31 centimetres, 6 centimetres high, yeah. it's got uh, it's got an AMD uh, 5600X processor in there, so that's Hot. a 6-core six core, six processor. It's, it's a 65 um, TPD, so it's one of the one of the cooler ones but nevertheless it's still it's still a five series processor yeah um ryzen processor we've then got um a palette um rtx 3060 graphics card in there uh, there is uh an asus uh 50 uh, x 57 uh 5700 uh x 570 even um motherboard 
um, the iGaming one. So, yeah, yeah I, it's not... We haven't skimped on, on no. components. Um, the only reason I didn't get a 3070 or indeed a 38 in it, well, other than the fact I can't get my hands on one, um, but it's, again, we're back to the size. I, I had to hunt around for a graphics card that was 17 and a half centimeters or less. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's a really, you know, you, if you look at something like a 3090, that's well, bigger like, than like the case. 12 inches, 13 inches. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> so, it's mental. The amount of people um, that have probably got a 3090 and took it out of the box and gone, that ain't going in the case. Yeah, I mean, the, the the nice thing is, the greatest thing about doing this build has been the, been the community input. Like, uh, originally, when I started off, first of all, I looked at this. I, in my mind, I was like, okay, we'll bung in a, a Corsair SFX, uh, you know, small form yeah. factor power supply. We'll bung in this, and like Jansen um, and um, Magic and a few of the other guys were like, oh, have you, you know, have you looked at this? Have you looked at that? Have you thought about doing this? Yeah. And there are some things where I I thought, nah, that ain't going to work. Frittled back in my mind. And then they've mentioned that. I've gone, ooh, <laughs> I'll have yeah. a look at that. And I've gone, I've gone back. And the power supply was a good example of that. I can't remember who it was. Mebin Jan. You've got a server said, power supply, don't you? Yeah, well, it's it's a server power. It's a server technology. It's a flex power supply. It's a and a company called Enhanced make it. It's a EMP seven six six zero B. Sounds very posh. Um, it's basically <laughs> a six six hundred watt power supply um, that gives you all your your standard ATX EATX yeah. connectors. So you get your twenty four pin, your eight pin. You get your SATAs, your Molex, is it, is and all that a, sort it's of stuff. Long though, isn't it? It's long and thin. Yeah. So, whereas, whereas, you know, your typical ATX power supply is a bit sort of, you know, box, shoebox shaped. Yeah. Um, this, this thing is, is, you know, long, thin, and not very tall. And it fits perfectly in the slot that the old BBC power supply that we ripped out used yeah. to be in. Um, what was the power so of the power supply that you took out? Oh, bless it! And ten watts. It was sixty. <laughs> it was it was a sixty uh. watt supply. So 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 yeah, it, it's it's now a six hundred watt. Should have left it in there and see how long it lasts. Yeah. <laughs> well, funny enough, one of the Poof. one of the crazy things is with these BBC computers. So there's quite a there's quite a business for them on eBay. There's still people buying them. Uh, and one of the common things that happens is if you buy one of these or you bring it down from your loft after 40 years, you plug it in, turn it on, and you get white smoke coming out of the back of it. <laughs> yeah. Because there are two capacitors. Yeah, there are two. <laughs> there are two capacitors uh, in the power supply that over time degrade, yeah. and they will explode. But literally, you can spend something like three or four quid, get some new capacitors, solder them in. But and that's boom, the thing with the old stuff. Up, you, up the solders were massive as well. You could just do oh, it God, yourself. Yeah, we, we, what we yeah. want to know is when you when you first got this, before you started rigging it out, did you did you turn it on and blow it up? Uh, <laughs> well, this it was already blown this up. One, yeah, this one was this one was really dead. 
Um, <laughs> I, I had been using it for the last 15 years to strip parts off of it to fix other people's BBC micros. A slow death. So, so yeah, I had a very slow and painful death. Over like I'm going to rip your arm off first, and, and then I'm going to rip your other arm off. Like, yeah, so he slow. literally took it to pieces like that, and then he was heartbroken so much by actually thinking the shell of it. Yeah. Should I throw it away? That he actually thought, no, I'll pay a That's couple it. of grand to give it away. <laughs> well, yeah. You know, uh, Scooby, I, you know, I think it's amazing if you don't say anything about what it is and you, sh and you show it when it's completed to somebody and then say, what do you think? They're, they're not going to believe it. And then if you tell them what you put in there, they're definitely not going to believe it. Oh, yeah. To look at it, they're going to think, look at that arcade. There's no way in heck you can get any of that thing. stuff in there. Yeah. Um, and it is the the crazy thing is on the pictures I post in the Discord, I look at them after I've posted, and you look bang, you know, mm -hmm. a sort of aerial view where where you got my feet in there. Oh, and... we love getting your shoes in there. <laughs> if anyone saw the, the magazine <laughs> this month, you'll see a little Easter egg yeah. in there. His <laughs> shoes. Bit of a running joke in there. Um, <laughs> You know, you, you take an aerial shot of it and you look into uh, and I see the aerial shot and in the shot you can say, well, there's there's a bit of space here. There's plenty of space on the side there. And then I look at the thing and on the screen, the space that you've got looks massive in the picture. And then you look <laughs> at it in the flesh and you're like, I can barely <laughs> fit my finger down in that gap. It's really, really difficult. <laughs> deceiving how little space there is available inside that case now yeah. um to the point where we've been talking today um in the discord chat uh about screens um and you know whether or not we we do like a, a sort of transparent screen a heads-up display where, or whether or not we we go for you know um a typical status panel, you know, on yeah. the top of well, the case. Well, I was going to say, Scooby, before you get into that, I was going to say what's been going on recently is Scooby came out and obviously it's the community that are, uh, that are actually designing this computer and you're putting it together. Like, they have the ideas and you, you give them questions and they answer and then yep. there's a vote and then that's how it goes forward. Now, what we did recently, the last week, um, if you're in the Discord, if you're not in the Discord, uh, get in our Discord. It's just extremepcuk.co.uk. You can get in a Discord. All you got to do is get in to join the Discord, and you're already entered. Just say one word in the Scooby Room, like "I oh, like the PC" or whatever, and you'll get entered into it. Um, and the thing is, one thing I will say to people: there's not a lot of people in that room on the Discord, so you, you there's a very high chance that someone's going to win a very expensive computer. I would say yeah. there's probably 30 active people in that room now, would you say? I, I would think so. Yeah, so you've got a 1 in 30 chance of winning this PC. Yeah, there's like 30 or 40 people in there at the moment. Yeah. I mean, you know, between now, you know, I, I would imagine that between now and, you know, when we actually do the, the draw to, to give it away, um, which would be sort of mid-November, that may get up yeah. to sort of fifty or something like yeah. that, possibly. But still, one in one in fifty chance of, of walking away with a, you know, uh, high-end uh, gaming modern... PC in this day and age when there's none about. <laughs> <laughs> but um, <laughs> what I was going to say is what's happened in the last week is Scooby came out and he said, "Oh, I need some fan grills." So instead of him yeah. doing it and just like buying some. We came up with the idea, because me and Jansen have had 3D printing. We know how to do like 3D rendering and all that sort of stuff. And uh, basically, we put it out to the community. And 
You got yep. a few people come back to you. You got Jansen and Magic, and they came back and they designed uh, these grills for you. And now they're getting printed. They're going to be getting put on the machine, aren't they? Um, and that's the same yeah. as the TV. If you do the TV, you might do the same thing again for that. Yeah. So if anyone's I mean, got any I, 3D skills, a huge shout out and thank you to Mag- Magic uh, Jansen and um, and for 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 doing. For, for doing this um both both man magic and jan came up with some good really good designs um magic's one uh, i seen that logo that that he done uh of the original elite logo yeah. and it was like yeah that that is the one um but you know great effort by everyone and yeah and it's like yeah i'll print them for you no trouble yeah so you know, it's it's been a real sort of. I wouldn't have a clue where to start when it comes to to three D printing uh, and designing three D stuff. Yeah, I could probably work out how to do it, but well, if, that's, you know what? You if know, you're ever interested, yeah. and if anyone out there is interested, because it does. When I say design something three D, straight away all your minds are boggled, and you sort of go, "Oh man, that sounds like a hard work. I'm not going to do that." But very at the basic level, there's a program called Tinkercad. Um, you run it in the browser and it's a yep. very simple, it gives you a 3D box and a, and a floor. You decide how many centimeters you want the floor to be. You just do like 20 by 20, whatever your um, bed will be. And literally it's a shape in shape cutter. So say I had a cir- and like an apple shape circle, like cylinder, and I wanted to cut that in half. All I do is I get a square box, move it over it, press delete, and it will cut half it off. If I want to add it, mm-hmm. I just put some bits on it and I add it. Um, and you can literally, you can take, like for the grill, even because it's flat, you can just literally take a, um image file and you can import it and make it into 3D really, really simply. Um, so if anyone wants to have a go at doing any 3D stuff, you can just go to Tinkercad uh, and you can put it into our Discord in the general chat and show us what you've been making and stuff like that um, as well. And that's where... It might be an option where we put a screen in and you get the option to actually design the housing around the screen. We'll give you the box that you have to design it in and the specs and then you can design it. Or we could even design a basic one and people put their own detailing onto it. Yeah, and uh, also tied in with that, I mean, more than likely, it will probably be something like ADA 64 we use. So again, there's going to be the layout um of how the screen will look um you know one thought there is to to take the old elite um games control panel that you used to have at the bottom of yep. the screen and do that as like your temp sensors and stuff but yeah I, I'm, I'm completely happy to sort of throw all this stuff out there i mean this morning we threw out the um the case design because there are basically three options that we've got for coloring the case we can um do it as a a dark destroyer build which is basically just spray it all black Mm. um and even though that sounds plain and boring it's actually gives us quite a few options because by having it completely black either matte or satin black finish on it it means all the other parts that we add in like the screen and stuff you know we can tie it in color wise very very easily 
The second option was to um, get it professionally hydro dipped with like a space galaxy sort of film and then top coat it. And so that was an option. The good thing um, about the hydro dip, I think, though, is with the hydro dip, we can actually get people to submit their own images. Yeah. Because it's yeah, just put off a film, um, which is cool. Yeah. Yeah, and the the third one, um, which I know you know about, Nick, yeah. was um, getting a um, a friend of mine's uh, uh, airbrush artist um, does motorcycle tanks, that sort of stuff. Um, so one option were, was to to get him to do an elite themed um, picture uh, on the the top of the case. Um, the only downside with that is, in order to do that, he would have to basically bond and prime the surface to make it flat. Yeah. And one of the unique things about the BBC in mm -hmm. its case is it's got like a is really a weird <laughs> textured. Yeah, it's like it's. Like sandpaper. It's got a really, yeah, it's, it's got like, like a throwing really glue on there and then sand and then smoothing it out a little bit. <laughs> It's so hard to describe. There are going to be people who have used the BBC in chat yeah, and will know. go, I know exactly what it's he like means. It's like an extremely and hard plastic. It is. <laughs> and and, it, and it's it's textured. Yeah. You can feel it more than you see it. But yeah, it's it's it's, it's crazy stuff. So yeah. if, we, if we went the third option, um, then the problem is with that, that we would lose that effect yeah on it um so i just so i personally think just to cut you off would he if he was going to do the third option would he layer over it to smooth it or would he rub it down to smooth it he would probably rub it down to smooth it all oh, right that's my understanding because i know some people um, will put a thick base coat on it until it's completely smooth yeah, and then rub can... it down yeah, I think there's two ways you could do it. You could you could either like put a like a a carb bondo type yeah, filler yeah, yeah. over over the top and then smooth it, or you could um, go the other way because this is, is pretty thick ABS plastic. I've had yeah, drill yeah. through the stuff, and it's probably it's very five brittle mil as well, thick. isn't it? Yeah. Um, um, so sorry, just quickly, Lenny Boy seventy nine. Thank you for that um, sub. Really appreciate that, dude. Eight months. Um, so yeah, you you could certainly you could certainly either rub it to sand it back, um, but as I said, the, a BBC isn't supposed to have a smooth case. Yeah. So certainly, I d I don't want to keep it beige because I think you know that's just two eighties. Mm. It's meant to be an elite themed build. Um, so yeah, the sort of dark I, I like the hydro build idea mostly. I'd say. What do yeah, you think, Gray? Well, actually, every time I keep on hearing the rubbing and everything else going on, it sounds like a massage. Are you sure this is a computer? <laughs> I mean, like... Do you know what hydro well, dipping is, though, Gray? Not really. So hydro dipping is when they get a bowl. It's like a giant um, like vat of water. Um, and then what happens is they get the image. You've probably seen it on, like, uh, social media. Say, say I, I took a screenshot of us now in, in this screen that we're on. Basically, what happens is they print that out in a film, and what happens is they lay it. They lay it onto the top of the, the smooth, flat water, and, it, and then mm. what happens is, the, like you know like the tattoos you put on your arm, and then you wet them, and then you pull sure, the backing sure. paper off. 
So what yeah. happens is that that actual tattoo part would lay on the top of the water surface, and then what happens is you get the case and you dip it into it, and then as you yeah. dip it in, you switch switch it around, and basically when you bring it out, it looks like it's had a fresh paint coat, like but proper detailed. It's your picture on it, and you just lacquer over it, and it's completely smooth. So it could it's be a quote to screenshot us right now, and let's do that on the computer <laughs> that would be who would want that can you imagine Scooby so, says you've so, won they send it over they send it back <laughs> Scooby you know I was thinking like if, since you've had so much fun with all the you know building this computer I think when it's I've all had done a, I've had right, a lot of fun building this mate. now what about when it's all done I think we should 3D print another BBC uh, BBC computer the same size and everything 3D print it, and you can do it again yeah <laughs> <laughs> The good news is, if I ever have got to build one again, I know exactly how to tackle it and go about it. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas when I started this, it, it, you know, as you've seen, you, you guys have been following the build blogs. It was we just started with an empty case, yeah. and yeah, it, there was a lot to begin with. Progress was really slow because in my mind I was trying to work out, you know, physically where bits are going to go. Really, he was sitting at home and he was going, oh, please don't oh, yeah. say water right. calling. Oh, no. Please don't say water calling. <laughs> I've made it through what my whole I, career till now. <laughs> now they're going to find yeah. out. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you I, know, think, think about this, though. I, you can have a career now. You print these things out. You start building them again. You sell them all on line. eBay. He don't want that. I mean, and that'd be great. eBay, you'd just be selling on there, like um, like hotcakes. Just quickly, Cider Bob, thank you for that uh, gifted uh, sub to Jaeger. Thank you, man. Appreciate that, dude. Yeah. So it's it, yeah, it's it's been a challenge. It, it's been close. fun. Um, it has been fun for me. I think the highlight was probably um, so far has has been doing the doing the keyboard i think yeah that was that was that was seriously good will, giggle will you be sad to see it go will you um, be handing it to the guy like just don't want to let go of it it's yeah it's, that's what i'm like with good, money i only go to shop with a fiver and i'm not don't let go of it it'd be, it'd be like handing them a grenade Cheers, pull the bit and hand <laughs> yeah. it over and win <laughs> Yeah, I, I, in some respects, I, I will be sad to see it go in the fact that it's actually a really good game in PC. Yeah. Um, but that's what that's what we wanted it to be. Yeah. Um, where? Yeah. I, By the time I we've done the rounds with the... it, Scoob, you'll be annoyed with the thing. You'll be wanting it to go. Uh, yeah. The <laughs> the first the frustration of trying to run cables on this thing. Um, and just the pure lack of space. I can honestly say the next PC I build is going to be have a case the size of a tent. Yeah, um, exactly. <laughs> yeah, because it, it, it it's just it's just the the you've all built PCs, uh, and most of the people probably in the chat and listen to this on the pod have uh, obviously got an interest in PCs and have probably built them. And, you know, you, you've got to do things in a set order, but if you forget something other than the I.O. plate, it's not the end of the world. You can uh, normally weep the, we've all done to, that. To, squeeze, to squeeze it in. With this thing... If you forget summer, you're looking at a major, major strip down yeah. just to put that one thing in. But have you, because... okay, to be honest with me, have you ever forgot the IO plate on a build and then gone, yeah, you know what, I can't be bothered? 
Yeah. <laughs> it, it's on the back. Yeah. I won't see it. <laughs> yeah. I, I intentionally forgot to put that in there to improve airflow is my yeah, comment. That was oh, it. You know, yeah. I did. I'd done one for a family member, yeah? And so I was doing it for free and I was just throwing it together then really quickly. It's a very basic build. And I put it in. I put the IO plate on. But you know when you get the cheap motherboards? So if you get an expensive motherboard, or like I think Asus have patent, patented it, that so their IO plate's built into the motherboard. So you put the motherboard in. Yeah. It's in. You don't worry about Dump. it. But on other other computers, uh, motherboards, you would have to push this metal plate, which is the I.O. plate, where all the holes for all the motherboard slots go. You push it into the case, and then you put the motherboard in. Now, when you get a really low-end motherboard, you I wouldn't even call it an I.O. plate. It's like a piece of tin a film. Flimsy. <laughs> <laughs> Aluminum foil. Yeah. Yeah. And basically, you've got to try and squash it in, and you don't want to put pressure on it. It's still bendy. And what they do is... To give it a bit of springiness against the motherboard, to keep the motherboard in place and to keep it away from the actual metal, they bend like some of the parts, like, I don't know, 10 degrees out. And what happened was, I put this in, put the IO plate in, put the motherboard in, built the whole computer, got it all set up, and then went to plug a USB port in. And I was like, what's going on there? I had a look. And what it is, I'd caught one of them, and it had bent round and gone into the USB port from the IO plate. So it was wedged from inside the case, going in there. I was like, I can't be dealing with getting yeah. that out, so I left it. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I got, do you know what I've done? I, I got the Dremel out and just cut the bit of metal off. <laughs> yeah. Your train is here. Oh, we have you got a hype train. Oh, man. Yep. Cheers. Cheers, Scooby. Cheers, like Mr. Lopez. You tipped it over. Man, I you did. It over the edge. You tipped the hype train over. 45%, man. Hype train. Choo-choo. Yeah, you you can't call yourself a rig builder until you forgot the I.O. plate. Yeah. <laughs> I think my favorite mistake that people make is is on the smaller cases, um, you know where you get the um the four pin or eight pin on the motherboard for the CPU extra power on the top yep. left. Now, I the one I like the most, which I see a lot in new builders, it every new builder if I build and I say make sure you put the PSU cable in first, because they put the computer in, they put it in. And I don't know why people try and put the PSU in last, but they put it in last and then they go to put that cable through and it don't fit through because the motherboard, five mil of it's yep. covered the hole and they can't get the plug through anymore. And they figure they yep. got to take the whole thing out. <laughs> yep. uh, Mystic Dude, thank you for that sub, dude. Uh, 17 months, dude. Man, loads of subs coming in. Appreciate it, everyone. Like, I really do. It's like, man. I've been, I'm a I've sub been, train. I was saying to Gray, like, I feel really bad because the the podcast, we've missed a few because of just life keeps getting in the way of everything and there's just issues everywhere we have to deal with. Um, but also, I've been busy in the daytimes with other things, so I've not been able to stream. This week, I've streamed quite a lot, but it's like I really built the stream up um, and it was really taking off and getting really like uh, busy with, all, with the subs and bits and people were getting really involved, which I loved. And then I had to go and do a lot of other stuff. So for a few months... Um, I dropped out a little bit, at which point it all went away, which is like a bit of a nightmare. But like everyone's still here, so it's really cool. Like, I really appreciate that everyone that everyone sticks with us and everyone loves the community and stays together, you know? So thank you. Thank That's you, Cider Bob. And now we're co-oping all over the place, games left and right. I'll tell you what, I, I have a made, and Gray, you'll know this, um, probably three months ago, going back three months to a year ago, I was really busy with other things and 
I didn't really, I stopped playing games for a little while, didn't I? I was never in the Discord, and I was never about. And, like, I said to Jansen, I said to Gray, I want to get back on the games. And now i found, like, Elite, I had Star Citizen, and I've got, like, New World. Uh, I'm back, and it's really starting to show, like, the, the Discord is getting lively again. And, you know, I'm really happy, because we went to Gilded, and the community just died there and then. It died a death straight away. And then we didn't know if to come back or what to do. We didn't know if we'd damage the Discord forever. Um, but we came back. But I'll tell you what, the Discord has now got more people in it than it's ever had. Um, it's shot right up. So, like, we really, really appreciate when people play and they bring their friends in or they bring people in game into our Discord um, and just making the community even bigger and better. So, yeah, thank you. Yeah, and, uh... It's also good that we've had some co-op games to play because there was a lack of that going on. Yeah, or at least good co-op games, I should say. But since we've okay. had some good co-op games come around, it's been more fun. I can also see in uh, from from looking at the chat, I've got some of, some of my old uh, gaming companions, Yakor, uh, yep. there yeah, from uh, from from the band of Daggers Welcome Guild in. on the ESO. So, especially to see you, Scooby. <laughs> they're after that PC. That's what <laughs> <Yeah>. it is. <laughs> they're coming back. Scoob, we remember that guy. Wait a minute. Oh, yeah. I, 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 I can't hear him, but I know he's sat in his bedroom now chuckling, thinking, yep, that's why I'm here. <laughs> uh, Lister4 says, uh, Sphinx introduced me to the Discord after bugging him for updates on Scoob's build. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Hey, Listy. Welcome in, mate. <laughs> yeah, so it's good to have everyone in. And, and everyone, you're all more than welcome to get into games, to jump in the rooms, play games, and mix in with everybody else. Um, our community is, is amazing. We've never had a bad egg. We've had a couple of bad eggs, but we just eject them straight away. So We cracked um, them and got rid of them. We don't tolerate idiots. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure why I'm still here, but... <laughs> well, apart from us three, we're allowed. <laughs> yeah we're allowed um, okay we're, right, we're uh, the good eggs <laughs> are we all done with uh, Scoob's PC now should we get on to something that people have been waiting for sure Aww. Grey has been playing Far Cry 6 now Grey uh... before you start are you going to say okay. what you really feel about this game and upset everyone like you did with Cyberpunk nah <laughs> this game's better than Cyberpunk so I don't have to oh here about we that. go <laughs> <laughs> Um, yep, Far Cry 6 finally came out, and I'm a big Far Cry fan, going all the way back to Far Cry 3, so I really enjoy it. Um, so I started out the game, I think, the, uh, to give you a give, you know, quick overview, uh, the gameplay so far, I'm about probably about a third of the way into the game, is, is fun. It is it is Far Cry, so I like it. Um, one of the things that I've heard about some people uh, mentioning it, in fact, one of our guys, Hans, mentioned it, it, that it's not original anymore. If I had to sit there and say... Just based on originality, sure, I would give originality. What, what do you mean maybe it's not original a, anymore? I don't. Get well, that. because everybody's thinking like, well, all right, it's just another, you know, a skin. But that's a, what we like. In a sense, exactly. So when I was talking to Hans about this, I agreed with his viewpoint. He's right. It's not a lot of originality in it. And if you had to vote it, vote just on plain originality, it would score low. But the point is, is I'm not looking at it for that. I'm looking at it because I love Far Cry. So You're if they were because you more... want to go around kill animals and make like little satchels and stuff. <laughs> so I'm looking for the things that I expect out of Far Cry, you know, so that doesn't bother me. So from that viewpoint, I, I'm really liking it. Uh, the graphics look really good. In fact, um, we were talking about it. I thought it looked great. And then all of a sudden I noticed when I was playing the game, they said, oh, download the uh, texture pack. And I'm like, yeah, really? I said, it already looks good. But it says, but if you don't have at least 11 gigabytes of video memory, don't bother. So I didn't bother. Um, so and you I haven't seen the graphics yet? 
No, not the high texture, the so-called high-grade texture pack, but it looks great. Um, I mean, before, I don't you, before you go into like uh, everything about it, um, can you tell us a bit about Far Cry Six? What it's about? Because obviously, Far Cry Three um, was when you get kidnapped by like a drug baron or whatever, and then you go around sneaking around, killing everybody, taking over territories. Then you had Far right. Cry Four, which was which was same four. thing. Was that the same villain. thing? And if Far Cry Five, then you then no, then five, you, had... you had this. Well, it, again, if you have to, if you're gonna just break it down, it's a new villain every time they come out with a game, a new area of the world or that it's modeled after, uh, whether it be a Caribbean island or you know whatever yeah. it might be. Uh, Far Cry Five was modeled more after after uh, Montana in the U.S., which which is a shame because to be honest with you, there's so many gorgeous areas of Montana, but you really didn't see that in Far Cry Five that much. Um, so, so that was one of the things I, I didn't like about the game. Um, Far Cry Five also. One. Sorry, you had Far Cry. Well, no, I well, yeah, but see, Far Cry does does what I guess what would you call it? Uh, it's I'm, I, I hate to say skin, but it's kind of like an advanced skin over their games, and they put a different version out, like New Dawn, and you know so forth. But to be honest with you, I never really played the uh, the, the 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 skin versions, if you want to call it that. I just found it to be, you know, a little too much I'm like lost, the, the game. Because that's what I'm saying. Number three was the best one for me. And then yeah, they started doing all these new ones. Like five was over in America and it was uh, much later. Like, what is this one about? This one basically is another type of villain, but it's based after loosely an island that is compared to Cuba. Even though they don't call it Cuba, they call it Yara, I think, uh, if I remember correctly. And basically, it's a guy who's basically suppressed his people, and you know, it's either you're his rule or you're out. Um, and there is, like in some other Far Cry games, if you're not into the brutal violence of the of the villain, don't play it. Um, but it it goes through a lot of that, and and basically putting the people down of this whole country, and they basically are fighting back. And the only way they can fight back is with their underground people, and of course, you being the hero, more or less, it gets involved in the underground and helps capture the island back territory by territory base by base so it is more of the same more of the same since the third game but again if you like that and you love far cry then you're going to be very happy one thing i did like about far cry 5 that i've not actually played it but i really like the idea of it which i saw was when you turn it on if you've got a full rgb keyboard your um your keyboard turns into the american flag (laughs) i didn't see that (laughs) but hey the only thing that I didn't like about Far Cry 5, which they do better in 6, is I didn't think... I thought the story was definitely weak in Far Cry 5. The gameplay was outstanding. Uh, and oh, many oh, other, hold on a minute. And, you might upset people there. That Lots of people are saying that Far Cry 5 was an amazing game. It wasn't a great game. I loved it. But I just, I'm just saying the story was weak. And there was, there was parts of the story it's that like were a little, little bit disc- too Disclaimer. This is Gray's view, not everybody's view. Well, there was a few people that, that a few people that didn't like a couple of the missions that took place in the game that they thought were kind of lame. Um, but that, but overall, I still enjoyed the game. But this story is better. It's got a little bit more humor in it, which is kind of neat, um, and it flows a lot better. And the locale is much better. It looks it looks absolutely beautiful. Um, um so so that's really nice. The thing that they did do in this game, uh, well, I want to let me back up a weapons? second. No, I'll get to that. The exploring is is one of the fun parts of the game, uh, similar somewhat to Assassin's Creed, but this is more so. And exploring all over the place, trying to just find the, the different different caches, the different uh, 
chests and the different things to collect along the way is, is a lot of fun. So finding all those is fun for me. And, and of course, it, it yields benefits in the form of weapons or mods or things like that. So that was a blast. Uh, the other thing they do in this game that they've done in the others, too, is they ha in this game they call them amigos, but what they are is they're animal friends. And they have, a, they have a lot of them. And you keep on unlocking new animal friends more than the other games. So I came upon the first amigo you get, the animal friend, is an alligator. And I'm telling you, I love it. The pet alligator is the best. You just sit there and, and tell him to go and uh, eliminate some meat. Somebody he goes and gets a fight, well, basically talk. eats them. <laughs> oh, he he just goes along and just you know wipes <laughs> anybody you want. That's not very realistic though. No, is it having can't... an alligator you talk to and tell it to go and eat people? Yeah, it's great. And he said you can pet <laughs> him and stuff, feed him, feed him a steak or something. It's wonderful. Feed him human. And you steak. just tell him to go off and you know he comes in really handy because he takes out an enemy or two for you. But as you play the game, you will have other animal friends that do different things. Like the alligator is more of a tank. Uh, the next one you get is actually a little paraplegic dog that has his back legs don't work. So he pulls along a little uh, a little wheeled trainer uh, in the back, and he becomes a stealth object. So he everybody says, oh, what a cute he's dog, got, and you come up behind him. He's a dog with two legs and wheels, and he's for stealth. Exactly, because he's, he allows you to stealth come from behind and basically off your enemy while they're all going, oh, what a cute dog. He lets you come in doggy <laughs> style. Yeah, doggy style, exactly. <laughs> The, the only thing I don't like in the game, or one of the things I don't like, is there is no skill tree, no skill or talent tree. And I think, I I don't like that. I liked it better when they had a skill tree. What they do is that you find the weapons, and then you have to sit there and just find mods and mod the weapons every time. And I, I find that do not you, so do great. You, do I, you think this is going to be a game that you'd play for like five or six hours, get like a oh, third I, in, oh, and, I, then, and then be like, it's a bit samey now. No, nah, not me. I, I routinely play Far Cry games at least 50, 70 hours, 100 hours. Um, so I, so I, I get into the game and play a lot of it. Plus, they, they usually have mods where they people will come in and they uh, actually make new maps. And you can go in and play that. Far Cry 4 was great with that. People they, they made their own maps, and some of them were great. Yeah. Um, the other thing I did like is in the game is the st I like stealth in the game. So the early game stealth is not good. You have to wait until a while before oh, you can get stealth. proper weapons. Well, see, I, I like the stealth, so I like I like to have the option, but you really didn't have much of an option on on stealth until later in the game when you had some better weapons. And then well, I really hate it in games yeah. when they say you've got to creep past someone, and you think, why? Why do I have to creep past? No, them? no, no, no. I but I don't. I, in the face. I don't want to creep past him. I don't do the stealth to creep past anybody. What I like to do is I like to go into a base and see if I can stealth kill everyone, and never raise the alarm. That's tough, and that's a lot of fun. Sneaky bow and arrow. Um. You make one eye bow and arrow, yep, and I have a silencer on some guns and stuff like that, and a good old machete. So it's it's a it's a feat to sit there and take over a base and not raise the alarm. And they have two, three, four alarms in a, in a base sometimes. Yeah. So you have to try to deactivate the alarms or destroy the alarm and not let anybody notice that you destroyed the alarm because they'll just set off another alarm. See, we, um, we literally could be talking about any game from Far Cry 3 to 6. Yeah. And it the yeah. this whole conversation would fit all of them, wouldn't it? Pretty much. Are you, I mean, are are you enjoying this one as much as you did the previous ones? I now again, I've only done about a third of the game, so if I'm basing it on what I played, I'm mm. having I think a little more fun with it than I even had with the last one. All now, right. okay. it, I will agree though with most people that it's hard. It's going to be hard to top the first one, which is Far Cry Three. So that will always be probably to me the best. Yeah, um, I thought but, that I, as well. but, I, but I really enjoyed four. Five was still a lot of fun, even though it was a wee bit weak. 
And I think so far six is starting out good, but with the problem of the no talent, no, no skill tree, and yeah. not good early stealth. Mr. But Mr. Still. Lopez says uh, check out uh, Picks in Gaming Chat. He sent you. Okay, I will do that. Uh, so I can't I, I can't that. check them right now because um I'll turn the cameras off if I do that. Uh, yeah, don't see. We go through Discord, <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, Gray can check that out. I will I will take a quick look. Um, yeah. is this game free? Um. If you oh okay so what he want he was what he wanted me to see is the rating so the meta score rating is seventy six, but the user score is only three point nine which is four which is bad on a user point, mm. but I don't care I don't believe in any of that I, I mean I I know it it, it maybe it's happening but I'm still having fun with it that's what I care about, mm. um but I do understand you know again, I get it I think that if, if from this point going forward. If Far Cry doesn't do something different, I think that then the series probably should end right at this point. Yeah. And then just either do something totally new and or call it or call it some other new game or maybe go into it and call it I don't know what. But you know, you you can only take the formula I think so far and then eventually it does get tiring, even for somebody like me that plays it a lot. So I get it. You know, I, I think this is a this would be a good swan song for the series and kinda of like, all right, that's it. You know, let's let's come up with something, you know, new now. We'll see. Yeah. But for yeah. me, I'm, I'm enjoying it. So unless I, I, I have a reason to not enjoy it later later as I get deeper into the game. And if I do, I'll, I'll report it on the uh, podcast. But did so you, far, so good. Did you renew your sub for this game? or? Yeah. Yeah, I did. So you get... You can't, well, you can't beat the sub. It's 15 bucks. It's 15 bucks a month. And you get the ultimate edition, which they normally charge like $100 for. Or more than that even sometimes. Yeah. So for, for me, having the Ultimate Edition is great. So I enjoy it. And nice. to be honest with you, I'll be done with the game and maybe, let's just say I push it to two months. So I spend 30 bucks. The Ultimate Edition is 100 I save $70. See, you I you feel, can't beat the past. I feel a little bit like my whole gaming style has evolved. Um, and mm. I feel a little bit like them games, I don't feel like they give me the same level of satisfaction um, as and I was going to say this to you just now when you said Far Cry Three was your favorite, that is because it was new then and you enjoyed right. it so much because right. it was a new experience, like sneaking around and doing stuff. But when you keep having that experience, like Fallout, Fallout's getting to the point where it's the same thing skinned all the time, and that's what we loved. But now mm. you're looking for something deeper, and that's why they brought online in. Um, and everything mm. seems to be going down this sort of MMO route, but. A lot of things yep. aren't MMOs, but they really are. And like I was going to say, like Elite Dangerous, we're all playing. We're getting this new faction up and running. We're getting all these different things happening and community goals. Elite Dangerous, I would class as getting into that sort of gaming area. And I sort of feel like the Far Cries and all the games like that are sort of getting to the point where it's like they're for a bit of fun. You play them for a bit of fun. You get bored of them after two or three hours. You go back to Elite Dangerous or you go back to New World or the game that's continually evolving. You know, them games might have mm -hmm. a DLC mm -hmm. for a new area, but they're not like these yeah. games. Like like in Elite Dangerous, and I'm not going to keep going back to Elite Dangerous, but in Elite Dangerous this week, you've got like one whole area where everybody is in the galaxy and you've got another tiny little area somewhere else in the galaxy and it takes takes days to get from one place to the other. So they had a community goal this week where... Everybody that plays the game has to evolve the, the galaxy by doing missions, delivering parts to make that like alleyway, that connection, to bring it to be a fully-fledged connection so people can actually travel down it, like going up a motorway. And 
that's pulled all of us back into the game for another couple of goes. Do you know what I mean? Well, so, the, the, hmm. the difference between a, a, you know, a standalone game, obviously, and a good MMO, I say good because there's a lot of crappy ones out there, is the fact that if you have a team that has put together so many different things for you to do, like Elite yeah. has done, and, and, and despite the fact that, yes, the launch of Odyssey was garbage, but now it's much better after seven updates, the point is that there's so many things to do in the game. You, you, it's, there's always something to do. And that, that, that's what makes it so much fun, especially in co-op, because we can all get together and say, let's just go explore planets today. Okay. Yeah. We go when you get bored, and we have a blast. all right, let's change to something else and start, yeah. and then the excitement comes back. And then when you get bored, change. And then by the time exactly. you change one thing, they've brought something else in. Like this whole uh, uh, building of the, between uh, the bubble and Colonia, which is the two mm -hmm. areas, we didn't actually get to do any missions. We missed it because we're too busy doing something else that we went to right. the community goal and they'd finished. <laughs> And, and that the thing that that and that's that to me is like an MMO that's done right. What what bothers me, well, I, and I don't know if this is going to happen, but when we talked about Assassin's Creed and we read the article that it's going to go live service, now I'm wondering what's going to happen because Assassin's Creed, the way they did the games, were were, yeah. were pretty good, but if they go to a live service now, it could get really boring because they could just sit there and just drop a mission here, drop a mission there, and not really change anything. Yeah, I and not really give you a lot to do. Yeah, I mean. That's... That's one of the biggest. That's one of the biggest things you got to watch out for on an MMO, um, is the the repetitive element. Yeah. Um, the grind. I play, yeah, I played ESO for the best part. Well, since beta, um, mm. so I've been following it for seven years now, and I've pretty much done everything that there's to do in the game. I still like the game, but. The last couple of DLC launches have felt like it's a repetitive. Mm. Um, you know, they've gone, they've done this before. Sure, it's new graphics, it's new quests. Yeah, but it's the same old, same old. Go yeah. here, do this, drop, pick this up, drop this off. And I, I think that's the problem for MMOs. I think people are moving, evolving from. Because it used to be everybody would have three or four solo games and an MMO. Right. Now I think now I think we're moving to people having an MMO as their their main sort yeah. of environment, right. and they will play other games and rotate, yeah, and rotate. Which is rectified. Wave... Just said I agree. I have a few games that constantly updated, and I rotate through them. Destiny, CFE, yeah. and so on. But here's the here's the downside of that though. With the way it's going right now, and you can already see it happening, the only time you're going to get a good standalone game is going to be from the indies because the main companies are no longer going to do it. They're yeah. all going to go live service. Ubisoft already made the announcement that they after Far Cry Six, okay, with the exception of maybe the Star Wars game, there is no more original games. Everything's going to go live service. Period. Yeah. yeah. So so now they're all starting to go that way, and it's just like it's a shame because I'm going like well. And that's one of the reasons why I hate ESO online. I know some people like it. I get it. But the point Ooh, is, is that... talking to the Skyrim, wrong man there, Gray. I know. But when <laughs> Skyrim came out, how great Skyrim was, I was waiting for another game to be as good as Skyrim. 12, 13, 14 years later, it's not there. Why? Because they devoted all their time to ESO. And so then they come out, well, we're going to do one now. 14 years later, they're going to do one now, which probably won't be out for another five. So now you're talking 20 years since Skyrim. Is it really that long out. since Skyrim? 
It's, it's been it's it's been a very long time. Twelve years, right? Thirteen years. Yeah, right? get, but, getting home for right. Yeah. And That's I played. I, mean, I sucked up all those games. They were great. And then when the ESO came out, I went, "Ooh, ESO!" So I go online to play that. And after a year, it's like, okay. I mean, it's just awful. And most the of the is, MMOs out there are just this, garbage. But this is like I was saying. You know about the whole um, Star Citizen and Elite Dangerous mm-hmm. and all that. The arguments mm-hmm. we're having going on. But like, so I'm now fully into Elite Dangerous. But what I like about it is they're doing something that we've never seen before. So it feels like mm-hmm. now they're trying to make people... Because we've actually applied for a faction in-game. So we actually have our faction in the game. Like, they program it into an area of space. Um, and then we go there and we can literally start building our own bubbles around space. And I was just saying to Gray, like, if they... I don't know if this is what they're going to do, but if they'd done it where everybody could have their own tiny one little system but then they can fight to grow it. What you do is, because you you've got millions of star systems in, in there, could you imagine mm. if everybody had their own bubble growing until they bounced into another bubble, but then everybody was fighting for power then, uh, and you could literally wipe, the newsreel would be like, uh, Extreme PC UK, wipe out this faction and take over their bubble. And, like, and then you've got people fighting. It's so different to every MMO you've ever seen. Well, even online had a pretty good stab at that. Yeah. In, in fairness well, to they them. had the biggest battle um, ever. That... Yeah. Well, you know, um, the, the funny thing about the, the uh, uh, playing Elite is the fact that as far as the as the players are concerned, you've they've only discovered less than 1% of the galaxy. Yeah. And this is, yeah. this is on a one-to-one Milky Way galaxy basis. Everything you read, every system you see, every star you, you come across... Are already has already been known to us and is in the game, but literally only one percent, if that much, has been discovered by players after all this time. So yeah, it could it could go on ad infinitum, man, forever, as long as they keep the the, the stuff going. And that's that's the cool thing about it. But I don't know if that's going to happen. With uh, I'll go back to Assassin's Creed for a second. Um, I really did enjoy Valhalla, but am I going to say that's the best of the games? No, the best was Origins when they first change to this new style of giant open world games that was the best uh uh odyssey was was very good too but when we got to valhalla not that i didn't enjoy it oh, I liked but the game is but i liked it too but don't get me yeah. wrong and i still do but the game has become huge i mean the, the dlcs and stuff that they put in there made the game so large that nobody's finishing it yeah, they said but that, that was that well, that, that's my point. Over 50% of the people haven't even finished the game. In yeah. fact, they said only 25% of the people have actually gone through all of yeah, that. Yeah, but you got to realize that was, uh, that was an overly repetitive game, which right. got you to the point where you did start thinking, I love this game, but when is this stuff going to end? Go here, exactly. go there, go here, go there. You know, um, and, and that's the biggest crack about it. And now they're going to go live service and make it more like that. And I'm like, oh boy. Yeah. Um, Mr. Lopez says, when I was talking about um, Elite Dangerous and the different bubbles and different factions fighting, he said, sounds like New World Territory Takeover. Yeah. Now, New World has a server that fits 2,000 people in it, doesn't it? And you get Territory Takeover. What is there, nine territories in that to take over? Yeah. So there's nine territories to take over. Now, when you compare that to Elite Dangerous, there's millions of territories to take over. So literally everybody's pushing out these bubbles expanding everywhere um so it'll literally be millions of people just pushing their own areas until it could be that when if we get our faction we pop up in the far right hand side 
of space. And what will happen is we'll pop up, ping our little bubble, and then there's nothing around us for miles. And then all of a sudden, one day, in an empty bit next to us, ping, another bubble pops up. All of a sudden, we're like, right, let's start taking systems towards that bubble until we reach them. And at that point, you've got your first war going on. You know, ping, another one pops up on the top. Right, we start pushing towards them as well. And and then you've got yeah. all these different, and you can have alliances, and you can have like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it opens up endless possibilities for that game That's to good. continuously grow. But tell everybody the, the the real reason you like Elite. It's because they have a they have a system called Nick. They do, do you know what? <laughs> You've got to put down when you when you go for a faction, you have to put down three systems which are independent, uh, because we're going independent. We're not going with a federation or imperial or anything like that. Um so you have to have like these different things that categorize it. So you put your name in or put a random word in and it tells you the closest system to that. And then so we started putting stuff in and they've actually got Nick. Exactly like mine, N I K. Um, <laughs> so we tried to do that one, um, and then we was putting funny words in to see what funny systems can we can get. And the ones we've applied for right now is is huh? That's how it's spelled, huh? Yeah, H U H, huh? <laughs> so we've gone for that. The second system we put down was Gran, as in Granny. Um, what was the other two? The other uh, one. I forget. Well, one or two of them were, were uh, weren't possible anymore. Uh, for yeah, so we changed one. Closed it off. But... We were putting in everybody's name: Nick, Gray, Jansen, I mean, whatever, <laughs> just to see if it would come up. And and Nick's came up, and we were cracking up. It was just so funny. <laughs> Nik, and there it is. We're like, wow. But could you imagine if our faction ever going onto the Discord and that going, everyone, you need to go to the Nick system. <laughs> you're gonna think they're gonna think you did it. Like he says, oh, that's not real. You must have yeah. done that. That's, well, there's a Taylor there. system as well. So both my names are in there, but um, right. I'm a sh- um, I'm a sh- I was no gonna say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Assuming that you're a faction, then does that mean another faction can come along and just wipe you out? Right. Well, that's what we don't know yet because it's yeah, this is I, such a weird situation because the game's out there, the game's being played. Being a faction is not a normal part of the game, so it's not like you just go in game like you do on New World and you just make a faction. It goes into the game and you play. This, you have to go and scout out a uh, entry form. You have to have a minimum of 10 players in your group. You have to have a named group for players. So we've got our player group. Then you have to submit to Elite, um, to Frontier. You've got to submit a player group, which is totally separate of the game, which has got your list of all your people. Then Actually you, name, describe yeah, it. It's like a Really lot. in depth. And then you have to go to a, um, a form and you have to fill out this form your name, your description. And in the description, it's so it's so tight how you've got to describe it. You've got to tell them what you do, who you are, why your name's relevant to the lore in the game. And they give right. you what all these... What does the faction do? What's its reason yeah. for being? It's like, whoa. Yeah, and then what they do is, then they say, like, put yourself down as a... Uh, what kind of government do you want? Um, blah, 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 blah. You fill in all these blanks. And then you've got to find these systems that have... They've got like all specifics to be in these to be able to go in the system, and then what happens is the devs actually, if you get accepted, the devs will actually all of a sudden your system will be implemented. You go to that system, and we will be able to basically control um, like different fe- fe- like aspects of it, like the government, um, money, uh, power, where we go next, who we're attacking, who we're taking over, and I'm assuming I don't know, but this is what I want to see. 
you know you've got like the bubble and you've got Colonia, which is another little bubble, and then the rest of the space is just empty. I'm assuming that what they're trying to do is is they're trying to put more and more people in. So what you're doing is basically getting it like an MNO where you've got everybody in their own area. And say we start off with one system, we expand into another system, then we expand into another system, and we'll keep getting bigger in that area until oh, you other people, have and until people bump into us. And what happens yeah. is we'll start taking over all that stuff in that area. We get to control it. So it's a real economy getting built and everything in game. You know, we could be like oh, yeah. we specialize it in takes setting 50 goals. Years, though, but... <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, it's it's exciting to me because it's something i've never seen in a game and it gives me like for someone like me who needs to be able to gain something to play that game if I, if you give me a game and you say play it for fun i'll be like i'm not playing that but if you give me a game and say look it's going to take you like, 50 years but you could take over space i'll be like right i'm getting on it you know and that's right. what we're doing and it's been an exciting task for me and gray behind the scenes we're getting on and we're like today we've had to write out do you want me to read out to you um, <laughs> should I read out what our what faction, we, what we written, and, tell, sure, and everyone can tell us what they think? Now this this has been revised like three times, and we just yeah. sent this new version in. So they've rejected us three times on the basis that our title. Not, but not. But let's let's be fair. They weren't rejecting us flat out. What they're doing is they're rejecting, saying, "Now you need to resubmit, but these are the things you need to clean up or do differently or whatever." Yeah. And so and we have to write it again very, differently. It's very very strict. They've been so. Oh, your name. You've got a name. Why is your name relevant to Elite? Why is your name? What does it mean? What's it going to do is, for us what, in game? What do you do? What does your faction mean? Why? Why? Why do you do what you do? Explain. And so this. basically, right. they want it to be a real thing. It has to be like uh, some kind of company that could be real. It can't be like Nick's bunch of Wallies or something. It has to be something <laughs> that's legit, like it'd be in the real world. Um, oh, that was a. That, now I just remember that other system that you saw was Willy. <laughs> yeah, Willy system. Um, I don't know how I'm going to get it. Uh, Gray, could you the text that I sent you? Could you I have paste it? it? I have it. Um, yes. You want to read it just out underneath out, the questions? Bring, I... Just take it from Discord, paste it in there, and I'll read it out. And then what I'd like is now we called ourselves. So we was gonna go with the Quagars. Now I don't know if anyone knows who the Quagars are or the Quagars. Um, that was from Red Dwarf. And we think it was copyrighted, so that's why we couldn't get that name. Yep. So they came back and they was like, you know But the thing is, they say it's copyrighted, yeah? But I had Mr. Flibble in <laughs> in Elite Dangerous <laughs> as a pirate and I killed him, which surely that's got to be the same, hasn't it? I don't know. Maybe if it's because you know it's more Dwarf, serious than the fact. Well, you don't know Mr. Do you Flibble. Put, do, you, do you want me to put this in the, in the chat? No, no, the put it in, in the, the on the notes underneath uh, the last question and I'll read it from there. But basically oh, what okay. happened yeah, is, so yeah. we then had to change our name. So we changed our name. Um, we wanted to get Extreme in there so that people knew it was from Extreme PC UK. And we wanted to do something that meant, because we all want to play where we all help each other out. We don't really do a lot of bad stuff. We can do in other, other areas, but we're sort of good people that generally want to expand in space. Right, so this is, and you've got to realize, we literally have changed don't, this like don't laugh. four times. Go. <laughs> I'm going to try and do it like, because it might sound a bit corny, but we don't care because this had to be had to be good. So yeah. I want out of 10, yeah. anyone that's still listening, I want out of 10 what you think of our write-up. Right, here we go. <laughs> so, <laughs> I love the way Scooby's laughing. We ain't even started yet. <laughs> I'm, already, I'm already reading it. He's already reading oh, right, it. Right. So this is Peter. it. The extreme order of light, the light in an otherwise dark galaxy, aiming to spread peace and prosperity across space by recruiting pilots that share their extreme vision. 
Their hierarchy is devoted to mentoring lower tier members on the chosen path or any chosen path. Uh, the EOL cover all aspects of missions and community goals for an ever-expanding territory. They have a vision of democratic beliefs where all members come together for shared control and strive for the greater good in all who follow. Devoted to the greater cause, all pilots simply respect each other and above all, enjoy, envision and enlighten. Come on, I think that's pretty cool. Uh... <laughs> what do you think? Three revisions later. <laughs> yeah, well we deleted like we must have changed that like so many times to uh, get. I was like, but does it say what the what the name means? But does it do this? We kept on going back and forth, going like, well, let's see. What is, it isn't corny enough. We got to put a couple more of these things in there. So we like shoving stuff in. We're like, oh yeah, that's cool. <laughs> uh, say, all right, we've got it now. Uh, Rectify says, what are we reading? This is our faction and Elite Dangerous to get put into the game, to get implemented in the game, like from the dev side. Yeah, we sounds like Green Lantern saying, that's funny. Uh, Mr. Lopez says, day, I like it. night. <laughs> <laughs> I think it turned out pretty good considering how many times we've rewritten it. Now I'm hoping when we now that we submitted it again that they're not going to come back again and say, "Well, you need to talk a little more about this or that." Yeah. Rectify says, "Laughing my ass off, you nerds." <laughs> That's exactly right. That's the whole point. We took that to the next level, and That's they right. still rejected next us. Level of nerdism. Oh dear, <laughs> man! I think that's a good so bit this of writing. Is what's being submitted now. We'll see. I think. Hey, wait! I got an idea. If they accept this whole saying right here, right? We need to take that and put it on the beep. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> a little plastered on the side. We could of your, do a voice your, changer. Your, uh... So every time they switch the power button on, it reads the whole thing out. <laughs> oh, God. They'll be turning it off. Did after you imagine that? that? And, it's, and it's on one of them little built-in speakers that you get in the bottom of your PC to check the bleeps. <laughs> <laughs> the little tiny speaker with, with no response. Do you know what? I, do you know what? No lie. I don't know if you used to do Scooby, but if I ever had an old computer that was getting thrown out like, a pre-built or whatever because they always have that speaker in it don't they for the motherboard every yep. time i had that i'd be like if i was getting the computers going or whatever i'd pull that speaker out and i'd be like that will yep. come in handy because what but people it's don't this big yeah but what people don't really know it's only it's a little tiny speaker like a deep thick yeah. one it's on, t on two yeah. cables which goes on the tiny bit of your motherboard but um what people don't realize is if you get a problem with your ram your graphics card it will do a certain beep to you and then you know will, what your problem yeah. is straight away so it's so much easier <laughs> Yeah, people yeah. don't realize that no, that's that's, that's that's old school post beep that is yeah Bef before they I, they swap to eight they do uh was it a long one or loads of little ones made, <laughs> <they>? <laughs> yeah memory error wasn't it? big long beep, <laughs> beep, 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 beep. Well, i've done it before in the past where i'm like bring it round. bring bring your pc world pre-built around my house and we'll have a look and i'll just plug the speaker <laughs> in and i'll put the power button and be like oh your graphics card <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, right. We need to move on, man. Look at the time. We're going over. We're going well, well over. Well, I was going to say we're right. Uh... Well, I'm glad everybody liked our Elite Dangerous. We just want to see more of you playing it with us now. Um, oh, look, I great. Should, uh, I should get in on that as well. To be fair. Yeah, Scoob, man, it's amazing, man. And we're well hey, man, happy we'll for training we'll, people we'll up. We'll train you up, man. Give you some money. Well, I was Elite on the original Elite, so uh, so yeah, yeah start all done, over. Isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, the original one, I loved it, but I didn't know how to play it. I'd be yeah, pressing yeah. random buttons and it'd just be like, cargo scoops open, and I was closed. And I'd press another button, all the lines would disappear. <laughs> I'd turn something off and I'd just be like, oh man. But I, I really wanted to enjoy the game. Too much but New now, World. Don't get me straight do. on New World. No. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's move on. We've got a few questions to get through before the end of the podcast. Um, so what we do is the same as normal. I'll read the questions out. 
Um, but I think, uh, oh no, because I was going to say um, for one of the questions, we was meant to say at the beginning, boys, that Cider Bob had a question about um, Windows 11. Do you think it's worth getting yet? Um, but we never answered that. But we started well, we talking pretty, about well, Windows we 11. Um, we, yeah, so we pretty much answered it. I mean, when when they fix the bugs, yes, if you've got a machine that will run it. If you haven't, you ain't going to miss much. And Windows 10 will quite happily run for another five years anyway. Who's getting so, their, their Windows image first? <laughs> full, um, full, yeah. full photo image everything. The whole thing, exactly as it is right now, so I can delete that thing right back off in 10 minutes. <laughs> I, I I may I may ship the uh, the BBC PC with Windows 11 <laughs> if, yeah. if, if we sort out the uh, the Ryzen performance issue. Yeah. So right. when they bought, when they boot it up, it'll go. Eh. So <laughs> so I think um, yeah, you got to put one of them speakers on it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, I think we answered that question before because we spoke about it so yeah, much already. We so uh, I'm going to go back to the other question. So it's another question from Cider uh, Bob, and he says, uh, "Question for this week's podcast." What is the longest time you've ever waited in a queue to play a game? Now, first off, he's got to be talking about New World because that was redonkulous. People waiting 2,000 hours or whatever. And I can clearly say my answer straight away is uh, probably not longer than five minutes because the minute I see that game come up with like 700 people, I was like, not playing that, play something else. (laughs) That's not for me. I don't care if other people like to wait, but no, bye. Comic was coming in, switching his computer on in the morning or something, and then when he gets home from work, he's just getting into the game. <laughs> also, that yeah. might be an exaggeration, but it was long them yeah. lines. We got to sort that out, and then I'm then I'll get in. But, but yeah. I thought it was quite <laughs> funny because because you lot were all playing it, and every time all the Discord was saying was oh seven hundred hours, oh thousand hours, and then because obviously I'm streaming in the daytime when you lot are at work, I'm like get on, press the button to press play, bang, game's up straight away, no queue, playing. Three o'clock clums. No one could get back on again. Can you just see it now? When all games go live service, this will be a constant issue. Nobody can get in to play the game. Oh, I'll tell you what. If that starts being another <laughs> new issue with games and stuff, you know what I mean? It's just a joke. First yeah. of all, the bugs. Now it's like, oh, you can't get in to even get the bugs. How can we yeah. stop the bugs? I oh, know. Don't let them in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Don't let them play. Oh. Then they won't find out whether there is well, bugs yeah. or not. What is the longest? Well, what is your answer? Just to leave them in the game for you to experience. Well, that's what people were doing, weren't yeah. they? People were putting um, uh, scripts in there to keep their character jumping up and down. Because what happened was, all you had to do is leave your character running against the wall, and it's run against the wall, and then it wouldn't log you out. But what was happening then was you was having 90% of the players, there's 2,000 people in a server, and 1,900 of them are all running against the brick wall because they don't <laughs> want to get kicked from the game. But then they, they got rid of that, so you couldn't do that. So then people started doing scripts so that they're running against the wall, but then their character jumps as well every now and then. So the script like presses the jump button, and then it stayed I, in. I'm probably going to be crazy. hated. I'm probably going to be hated for saying this, but I've got New World. I've played New World. Graphically, it looks fantastic. I'm just worried that it's not going to have the long-term legs. Has it got the it's striking me very much already as a lot of um, go here, do this, get that, come here, do this. Oh, you yes. mean like all the other MMOs? Yeah, <laughs> funnily enough. <laughs> that's but why yeah, I think, we'll see. That's why it I think like, with ours is different. Though, in fairness to it. Um, right. I... Sorry, boys. Next question? Cut you off. You were about to say something then, wouldn't you? 
Never no, mind. no, we're good. Next right, question, cool. we're good. So next question's from Jezzerati2, and he says, uh, I want to change my motherboard. What is the best way? Is it best to buy the same brand? Do I need to reinstall Windows and games, or will it plug and play? Now, I would say the first thing I would ask someone that's asked me that question would be, why are you changing your motherboard? Is it because it's out of date? Is it because it's broken and it's just a repair? Because if it was a repair, Scooby, you'll probably say the same as me. If it was just a repair, you're much better going for the exact same board, model number, because everything will just be plug and play from the beginning. You oh, won't have yeah. issues with Windows or anything like that. Um, so that's why I'd say if that's the thing. If you're going to upgrade... Um, Clean install it. Yeah, just go from fresh. And if the thing is... If you're talking about doing this right at this point, I wouldn't even upgrade yet because you're gonna get um, you're gonna get the new DDR RAM coming out on the new motherboard soon. Uh, I'd say mm-hmm. from next year, so I would hold fire because you know if you buy a computer every five years, you'll just be right in the door with the new equipment, like the new new gen stuff. What do you reckon, Scoob? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of ifs and buts in this. Mm. Um, yeah, if you. It, you know, as you said, if you are replacing faulty motherboard and you want to keep all of the same components, um, then, you know, yeah, get the same motherboard. Worst case scenario, you may have to work, reactivate Windows. Yeah. Um, but at least you, you know the rest of your hardware is going to work. If you're doing an upgrade, let's say you're move, you're changing platforms, you're going from an AMD platform to an Intel platform. Um, yeah, that's absolutely fine. But please, please, please do a clean install of your OS. You won't believe the amount of crud that gets installed that's relating to your specific hardware. So if you change the hardware and, you know, Windows 10 is a lot better than what the other OSs used to be in terms of detecting uh stuff on boot yeah. um but even so please 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 just do always, install. i always say people do that anyway because when we've done the transition from hard normal hard drive mechanical hard drive to ssd to m.2 so many people yep. just think they're just going to upgrade it and it's going to be fine and do you know what i've had so many people in the past that when they check the speeds that their drives are running at, they've gone to an M.2 or they've gone to an SSD and they don't know how to check it. So they just plug it in, carry on as normal. They, yep. they, they clone the drive. And then what happens yep. is the drive's not designed to be cloned uh, at that speed. It has to be reinstalled or it has to have a third-party program that, which transfers it. Um, and, and basically yep. what happens is they put it on there and they get loads of issues or it runs really slow. Um, and they don't see the difference, and it, well, they don't even know. How many people do you know, Scuba, that don't even know the difference? They just put it in there and think they've got the bonus, but they haven't. Yeah, exactly. And you know, by cloning a drive, um, let's say you've got uh, you an everything. SSD, <laughs> uh, you got an SSD, you move to an NVMe. Your SSD is going to have trim support turned on. Or if it's a hard disk, you won't have trim support turned on. So depending on what you're going from and to, because your original installation would have turned on specifics 
features for that specific hardware when you change and clone and if you've changed the hardware it may not always redetect as i say windows 10 is a lot better at it than what windows 8 oh my god windows 8 was windows an 7 was quite nightmare at it. 7 wasn't too bad 8 was diabolical 8.1 was yeah. 8.1 8. we just delete good. that from history yeah, along with Vista, <laughs> Vista as well. Take Vista, yeah, that out of there. Yeah, no, that's, do you know what? I never really had the issues. I never really had issues with Vista because I, most of the people that I uh, worked with or or used, they didn't go to Vista. They stayed uh, a lot of the computers stayed with XP. Um, yeah, because Vista yeah, was a fucking later. Yeah. was a pain in the ass. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I had the unfortunate. Um, pleasure if you like of having to write drivers in vista and painful in comparison to xp and windows 7 yeah um vista was really weird class structuring and stuff but anyway that's by the by yeah, but yeah, yeah to, to answer your question um if you if you're changing hardware uh, and certainly if you're changing closer processor classes then yes do a clean install. Um, it's really well, easy. People don't, for it in the long run. People don't realise as well of an install. It's actually very straightforward. It's very easy to do. Um, the only thing that I would say worry about is when you come to install your Windows, If you, what I would say to do is unplug all your drives apart from the drive that you're using. Um, yeah. Because if you've, what people tend to do is they tend to have one Windows drive and then they have uh, the rest of their drives for like Steam or for photos or for whatever. Now, just for the bit to be safe, when I tell someone else to do it, because I get a lot of people say, oh, I'll just do it myself. And what they don't realize is when Windows comes up, it's not going to tell you the drive the way you see it. It's just going to have uh, the drive letter. Right. And yep. a lot of people like after language. C doesn't know which yeah. one's which. And what will happen is if you've got, say, four drives that are 120 or they're 200 gig or whatever, um, they're just yep. going to come up in a sequence. And what you need to do is you need to completely get rid of all the partitions on the drive that which was the original C drive. Now... They're all going to come up and you're just going to be overwhelmed and be like, delete, delete, delete. Or you might delete one that looks like two meg and you don't realize you delete that and you actually stitch up the rest of it yep. um, because it's a file that's needed, but it's put in a different drive for safety. So what I would say to do is always go in um, and take all your ex other, ex other drives, unplug them all completely. Um, so you're just left with your Windows drive that you want to use, which would be the C drive. Um, and then go in, reinstall Windows because then when you blitz it, you know that you're only going to be blitzing that one drive. Um, plus, uh, it, it just helps you out with a lot of other stuff. Um, as you go through, I was my tip for other people is as well is you're all right having say it's Windows 10 for instance. Doesn't matter what version of Windows 10 you've got on your USB drive, as long as you've got your computer plugged into the internet, because what it will do is it will actually patch it and re-download the latest version. And I, I don't know if you see this, Scooby, but I see so many people that use an out-of-date USB um, with mm -hmm. Windows on it. They install it from it, which it will install just fine because it, obviously there's yep. nothing telling it it's old. It, it, it just thinks it's new because that's the last version you've you've used. There's nothing connecting to it to say, oh, you've got the old version. Um, and basically what happened, yep. they install that. And then when they install it, they put it on there. Windows comes up fine. Then they plug it into the internet, switch the power button on. And then what happens is you get loads of issues with drivers not working. And I'll tell you the one that people get the most is is your actual um, your drivers for your actual uh, 
like Ethernet uh, won't work. Yep. And then you can't actually pick up new drivers, so you can't get a connection, so you're cut off from the internet. And then what you would need to do in that situation is go to a second computer, get the drivers on a USB, plug them in, and I'll tell you what, you just you just turn into a whole headache of disaster and it's yeah. hours worth of work, all because you didn't plug yeah. that Ethernet in in the beginning, which you'd have had. And I've had it where people have done all this and they're at a headache level where they've got things on USBs, they've got all sorts of drives undone. But all they had to do, I'm like, look, just cancel it, switch it off, yep. put the USB back in, wipe it again, put the cable in, and they're like, oh, my yep. God. It, it spent 10 minutes more, but it's downloaded everything. <laughs> yeah. or And also make sure you download the, the latest Windows media creation tool. Yeah. Um, you know, because if you use an old version, the other thing that's going to happen when you plug in that Ethernet cable is... Windows update is going to come down like an amble on you <laughs> and it will want to download every freaking yeah. update yeah. for every version that has been launched since. Yeah. And what the way Microsoft do their updates, they will bring out a series of updates over a couple of months and then they'll do a roll up update, which is one update that contains all those previous ones. And if you install an old version of Windows, what will happen is you will get all of those individual updates and then once you get to the end of that you'll then get the, the, the whole thing rolled update which is, contains all the updates again so yeah depending depending upon you know what you're doing um definitely download the latest usb install using that one of the nice new th features uh in the newer builds 21 uh 21 uh one h and eight two i think um now give you a cloud download option um oh, really if you go into the troubleshooter and you go to rebuild the pc if you go into the troubleshooter reset pc uh wipe everything it will say do you want to uh, do a cloud download so if like you've got your internet connection in, do it. yeah it, it will basically bring down the very very latest version of windows and, and install it that way which is quite nice. It's funny when you mention that. If it can read the Ethernet. Tool. <laughs> do, you, do you remember years ago before that came around, they actually had uh, people producing files where you, which you could burn onto a CD or DVD that had all the updates and everything up to that time. Yeah. And yeah. I, used to, I used to love that. I, I, would, I would go searching for somebody that yeah, did that. Yeah, you'd go in the drawer and, and everyone would have like all these different disks. Yeah, and you'd have like, oh, wow, it was so much easier to install the system then because you put the disk in and then, wow, it took out all those updates. No, I think if you know what you're doing, it's so much easier nowadays. People don't realize. Now it is, yeah, way easier. Having, having been an IT manager for th some 35-plus years now, I can honestly say a third of my life has been spent looking at progress bars. Yes, <laughs> that's for sure. Is it that, that damn thing move? Yeah. That's what you love about the uh, the SSDs, especially when you're like a fire cooter like mine. I go to install something, it just goes, done. Yeah. Boom. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, the speeds of things today is ridiculous. Like, and you think what's going to be like in ten years from now? Yeah, direct okay. storage in games is. Looks I remember when people cool. like you can get a photo, you can download a photo instantly, and then it's like you can download, you can download a song instantly, you can download a video. Oh, you can download a HD video. Now it's like that oh, yeah. doesn't even matter anymore, and people are just forgetting about it. You can but, download um, an entire live service game in an instant. Boom! I do have to say, people, it's come <laughs> it's to the end of the go. podcast, and we, we're two and a half hours in. It's got late. Um, 
and I've got to get up week. extremely early again tomorrow. I've got to be up yeah. at like half five. Why, six. Is, why is it? Why is it every time I'm on the podcast we overrun? <laughs> no, to be fair though, every time you're on the podcast, because obviously when I'm on the podcast with the boys on my own, there's no technical stuff because obviously Gray's he's not building gaming PCs, he's not technical. He didn't even build his PC for goddamn him. Well, we get technical, <laughs> we get technical, but we get technical, but not to the degree that we do. So what we do is we get technical, and me and Scooby tell you the right things, and Gray just makes it up as he goes along. No, I don't make up anything really. But, the, but there's been yeah, but unbeknownst to some of the people that are listening out there, we uh, Nick and I have come on before and we're going like, wow, man, it's like a slow news day, not much is happening. I don't know if we're gonna fill two hours, and we come on and we go two hours plus. Yeah, we could just talk. And yeah, before you know it, forever. it's like it's yeah. amazing. We done like, uh, Scooby. Yes. I don't know if you noticed, we done a Christmas special a few years back, and it was I think it was eight hours long. Wow. And then I had to edit it. And it was I had to edit it for twelve hours the next day. <laughs> <laughs> but that was long. Which is but why yeah, we don't do that anymore. Um, what I'm gonna do is um, stick in the uh, stick in the channel because you get 500 channel points if you join the raid. Um, I want to say thank you to everybody for joining. It's I know it's been I'm really sorry that we've had like a couple of like blowouts, um, but just, just just so much going on, it's just hard to keep up with. But the podcast ain't going nowhere. It's always gonna be here. Um, it's always gonna be free. But we just have to try and get them out whenever we can. Um, when each Thursday. Um, but apart from that, thank you for all the, um, the the follows, all of the bits, all of the subs. Um, I really appreciate everyone that comes in. I will be anytime that I'm not busy. If I get any time I'm not doing something which I have to be doing, I will be streaming in the daytime now. So I used to do Monday, Wednesday, Friday, but now it'll be like Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, whatever the day it is. Whatever if, day it is, right? <laughs> yeah, whatever day I'm free, I'll just be streaming. So if you see a pop up for me for for going live. Just jump in the channel um, and it'd be good to have everybody on. But I'm going to raid somebody else now. So stick around for the raid. Um, and what I'll do is thanks guys for coming on. And I'll see everyone on the next one. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. He's waving. <laughs> Still got that fallout tune. <laughs> Bye-bye. I don't want to set the world on fire. I just want to start. I'll play in your heart